Hi, this is Liam from ScreenSpew. The podcast you're about to listen to contains bad language, so if that ain't your thing, you might as well just stop now. Thanks, and enjoy. The podcast has begun. If you're listening to this and you've not seen Supernatural, I mean, okay, we'll have just ruined it all, but go and watch it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of ScreenSpew with me, Liam. Today, we will be talking about my favourite TV show of all time, Supernatural. And to discuss that with me is one of my favourite people of all time, Carrie. How are you doing, Carrie? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. Thank you. Uh, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. So I am an actor slash musician and have been a musician for 10 years. That makes me sound super old. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and just got into acting in the past kind of three, four years, and I'm a major TV enthusiast, so hence coming on this and talking about Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, which, you know, is great, and uh, it's a lot to unpack. It's it's a good job we're not doing all 15 seasons, because oh, so this no. <laughs> would be like a 40-episode podcast per series. Um Okay, so basically, for anyone who's never watched Supernatural or, you know, sort of just doesn't know what's going on, um, the synopsis on IMDb is quite a old one, but it still works. Uh, two brothers follow their father's footsteps as hunters, fighting evil supernatural beings of many kinds, including monsters, demons, and gods that roam the earth. Um, I mean, that's a really simplistic way of looking at yeah, Supernatural. That, that about does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if if you were pitching that idea to a, an executive, they'd go, okay, cool, that's yeah, what that's the show's very, about. Very vague. <laughs> yeah. So for this for this episode, we're going to be talking about the last three episodes of season, I can't believe I'm saying this, season 15 oh, no. uh, of Supernatural. Um, so this thing was out when I was, Christ, how old am I? 17, I think it came out, 16, 17. No, hang on. Yeah, that makes sense. 15 years ago, I'm 32, right? <laughs> oh, it's too early for maths. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about how old I am. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this this has been out for a long time. And this is the culmination of 15 series worth of stuff. Um, this is not exactly where everyone wanted the show to end in terms of they had a few more seri- episodes planned to finish the series off but due to uh i don't know if anyone knows this but there's a pandemic going across the world um at the moment no really i i, I don't know it's it's the mainstream media aren't covering I, it yeah, i haven't uh, heard anything about that <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about <laughs> fake news man um but yeah so uh I, I guess we should start with what you think your initial impressions were. We'll start on episode, well, the third of those three episodes that we mentioned, which are despair. So in this one, um, this with the plan, Castiel, yeah. Oh, so with a plan in full motion, Sam, Dean, Castiel, and Jack fight for the good of the common goal. I, I can't even remember what happened in that episode. Quite honest with you. Uh, oh yeah, it was death. Basically, and... yeah, they went to they went to kill death because death was trying to yeah. kill them, and it's Castiel's big big final goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> eloquently, <laughs> there, Carrie. <laughs> As you do. Um. Um, so yeah, so do, 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 let's have a look here. Yeah, so it was. What were your initial impressions of this first episode? Because I think this was one of the first episodes that came back on after lockdown happened, wasn't it? It was one of the ones that yeah. they started releasing. Um, how did you feel going into this episode? 
actually... <laughs> I would probably say that I enjoyed this one the most out the last three. Okay, okay. Um, but no, I thought it was good. I think, obviously, we'll talk about the ending of it. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> I, I've got a feeling that might come up. But no, I thought it was quite good, obviously, with... Um, with like Jack like it looking like he was gonna have to like kind of stop it all and I like the kind of dynamic there and the twist and then I like the the fact that they went and like hunted down Billy and stuff I thought it was like exciting and I had quite a lot of mm-hmm. going on in it and a, a lot of like sort of twists and turns um and then there was the ending <laughs> the ending indeed okay so this was the one where Jack was being built to be a... Oh, no, that was the next one, wasn't it? Jack was bu- being built to be a bomb a on the bomb, next one, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so... In this one. Yeah. In this one, this was... Uh... <laughs> Christ, I'm getting them all mixed up now. Um, it all happened so quick because the, the show came back after um, after they shut down for, for lockdown and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it just hit the ground like a million miles an hour. And they were like, we have to cover a series finale and a show finale within three episodes. Yeah. Um, so it felt not rushed, I wouldn't say, but it, yeah, I guess I would. It felt kind of, <laughs> we have to get this out of the way. And I, I, I don't know. It's obviously we're getting at the criticisms. It felt like, you know, going into the show that, I don't know if it felt like Jared and Jensen were sort of, you know, oh, let's just, I, I love the, the fans and I love the show, but let's just get this over with <laughs> sort of thing. Like, you know, um, yeah, I've, I've heard rumors about like, well, Jensen in particular, how he felt about the season finale, but I don't, I've not, um, I've not actually found them confirmed anywhere, but I've, I've seen a load of people talking online that he wasn't happy with the finale, like from the get go when he read the script, we're jumping ahead. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose it's kind of like uh, Game of Thrones when you're watching all those episodes uh, online on YouTube behind the scenes stuff where they were talking to the actors and how unhappy they were with the writing from like the finale, like the final season and stuff. Um, but that's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, so for this one, uh, this is the one that. Okay, so yeah, let's let's jump to the ending of this one actually because the ending sets up the next one quite nicely. So how did you feel about the way that this one ended? Right, so I'm gonna we're gonna breach the this whole Destiel topic here, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I I liked it. Right, first of all, I'll say during Castiel's speech, I had I I was sitting there and I had like no idea what was going on, like because it sounded like a love confession, but I was like, no, it's surely not going to be after like however many seasons. <laughs> said, like I was like, no. But then he said that line, which is about he said it. I'm not going to get it word for word, but it was something like, but what I truly want, I can't have. And I was sitting there and I was like, no, like is, is he actually talking about Dean? So I was just like mm-hmm. floored for the whole thing. Um. But I thought, right, I'm going to say, I thought it was really, really touching. Um, I personally, I agree with the thing about killing him straight after. I understand that it was, that was the, like, Misha Collins has talked a lot about how it was his happiness and it was his, like, moment of expressing his truth. And I, I get that. And I don't even, I don't even mind that his confession he knew was going to get himself taken to the empty and was going to save the lives i don't even mind that he knew that that was the consequences i just think maybe if it didn't have to happen literally without a reaction from dean without an anything 
I'm also, yeah. I'm also gonna. This is unpopular opinion, so I'm gonna brace myself <laughs> for here. But like, there's been so much happening in terms of like Dean's reaction and stuff. And I don't know if you saw the whole drama with the Spanish dub as well. No, 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 no. What's... Basically, the when I don't know what network it was on, but when it was released uh, in whatever country with a Spanish dub, um, okay. in English he says, "I love you," and then Dean says, "Don't do this, Cass." And on the Spanish dub, it says, Cass says, I love you. And then whatever. And then Dean's dub says, you too, Cass. So there was this whole thing <laughs> about like this massive conspiracy and everybody was saying, oh my God, like Dean's bi and they silenced Dean and stuff, right? Misha Collins addressed that. He said that it was a rogue translator, which I love, by the way, the idea. Right. I absolutely love the idea that there's like a translator who's working on the show who ships Destia like nothing on earth yeah. and who's just changed <laughs> the transcript. Like, that's a person I want to like meet in my life. <laughs> but So that's someone who like wrote fanfic and they were just yeah, like, exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it in the show. Like, no, wait, wait, he wait, he doesn't say it back? No, I'm ch- I'm changing this. <laughs> so, Not thinking that anyone who was Spanish could also speak English and yeah, exactly, <laughs> vice versa. Exactly, yeah. But um yeah, so I, I believe that that was just like a, a weird crazy thing that happened but yeah my unpopular opinion is that mm-hmm. I, I I don't necessarily think that, that, that it is reciprocated and that's fine because like gay straight regardless yeah like sometimes that happens <laughs> sometimes you tell somebody you like them and they don't like you back like that happens yeah, I mean, it's the whole the whole thing felt like unrequited love. Yeah, yeah and and I didn't think like I think that Dean absolutely loves Cass as a brother, mm, yeah. as like a like as close as Sam and as family and stuff. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like I think that that's not something that should should be like lesser than romantic love. It's like it's just as like powerful and stuff. So yeah, that, that's how I see it. And. Um, but obviously, the the drama and then the Spanish dub thing really didn't help because then it just obviously the, <laughs> fueled the, the fire. Yeah, the CW just got a lashing after that about you know being homophobic and mm-hmm. and they didn't help. I'm jumping forward a bit because this is the finale. But uh, so we we knew that these would all kind of merge together. But in Sam's flash forward thing or his life when it plays out. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, no, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. Yeah. No, but uh, no, but it's, yeah, no. I, I am, link- <laughs> I am linking this. I promise. So, uh, yeah, in, no, no, no. in the scene in his garden when his partner is like blurred out and you can't see who it is. Oh yeah. Um, so, like logically, that was probably because of COVID. They probably couldn't fly, like the woman that plays Eileen up. Yeah. I imagine mm-hmm. that she would have been the choice, but because they couldn't do that, they're also getting a lashing about not representing, you know, because she's deaf and it's representing another group oh. of people. And like, so they, they literally, they just could do no, no right for like, <laughs> because of that. So, like, I understand that there will be a lot of kind of, there would be stuff like that, which I'm sure would have been a COVID thing. And I know, I know mm-hmm. for a fact, yeah. that I was doing Q&As with the Supernatural cast, like the whole of last week. And all of them, I'm pretty sure at some point mentioned that the last episode was supposed to be a lot different. But Yeah, it was meant to be like everyone there and stuff. Be, yeah. yeah, it was meant to literally have all the characters back in heaven. And that, and that obviously didn't happen because they couldn't fly all the characters up to Vancouver to then ask them mm-hmm. to sit in a hotel and quarantine for two weeks to then have one scene shot. Like, it's just not feasible. Yeah, it's not practical. 
I mean, maybe we'll get a Christmas special, like, you know, and uh, who knows. Um, yeah, you want you wanted to, like, slightly jump forward to talk about that. I want to jump way back to, like, season 11 um, to, to, to um, sort of... I mean, I'm going to link these two things as well, don't worry. Um, you'd mentioned about... Uh, what do you call it? The the sort of I don't know. It, it seems sort of like people want de- like sort of the whole Destiel thing to happen, despite the writing, like to spite the writing sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But they addressed it in like season eleven with the way Dean feels. I think it was season eleven. Do you remember the musical one? You know the 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 one where they went to yeah. a school and yeah. The, 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 yeah. Um. There's the bit where it's like, oh, you know, you can't spell. Um, what was it? You can't spell subtext without S-E-X. subtext. Yes, S E X. Yeah. And then Dean looks at the camera, like breaks the fourth yeah, wall, looks at the camera, exactly. like, "Are you kidding me?" Sort of thing. And that, that that to me was that was such a good moment, though. That was such a like cute yeah. thing to do. It was so funny, but to me that seemed like like <laughs> it was Jensen's way of going. Right? Can you just? shut the fuck up about trying to get like this thing that it's not an actual thing that happens it's just something that the fan base is sort of yeah. hooked onto and wants to happen like i'm not saying it's wrong like i you know like ship what you want and write the fanfic you want but yeah i don't think i've ever got that feeling off off you know sort of dean particularly uh, yeah, like in so terms I, of I, that I, he wants I, yeah i would totally agree with that i i would say that mm-hmm. that that Cass's side of it, because it's obviously mm-hmm. the, the show has got a kind of stick since he came on about queer baiting because of their relationship, and like yeah. it is, it is a bit of a bizarre relationship, and it is not really like, like I would like I wouldn't look at it and say it's a completely platonic relationship, but I'm not necessarily meaning that in a romantic sense. It's like because he's an yeah. angel and he's new to Earth, he's not really got like all the things like the personal space joke between them that he's got no like boundaries and concept of personal space so he does kind of weird things like that but obviously no could be more pinned on the fact he's an angel rather than that he's in love with dean but like i don't i don't think having Cass be in love with dean was uh was a stretch for the writing i think the way that they've written it and the way that they've mentioned it so many times in the show like you've had yeah so many characters like balthazar and crowley always mentioning like oh you know like balthazar had a line about oh you mistake me for the other angel the one that's in love with you and crowley's said loads of times like and meg as well like oh he's your boyfriend and type of thing so i don't think that was too much of a stretch and, and no you, no definitely when yeah. you consider the story as well like how much Cass is actually given up for like for them but for dean specifically like it, 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 i feel like that is that's why that confession scene was like was so good and was so like i mean i'm i know we're going to talk about performances later so i'm going to try and not just completely (laughs) gush over Misha collins performance in that scene right now but like i think that that fit but yeah i think that i think that i think if he he like for my take he loves him in a non-platonic way i'm not even sure if it's a romantic way though because as i said he's an angel he's not really got that he just loves him and I think that Dean loves him as a brother. I think that, you know, that's that's kind of how it... How, no, totally. Me, and that, that's how yeah. it, writing suggests it. Could be yeah, right. and exactly. And I, I get that as well. Like, I totally feel the same way that um, it is, like, sort of Dean thinking like of him like a brother or like a, you know, like a bromance sort of thing. But it's def like, to me, it's definitely not... You know, I, I get that from Cass's side. Yeah, totally. But, yeah... Um, 
anyway, so moving on to, I guess... Uh, inherit the Earth. Inherit the Earth, indeed. Um, so how do we feel... Ah, sorry, so initial impressions... We'll just go through initial impressions of all three episodes, and then we'll just move on to the overall arc of three episodes. Um, your initial impressions going into the second last episode. Right, I really like this episode. I, I wish it had been the finale. <laughs> Like that—that that, yeah. was my initial, like that was my initial reaction after it. I like, I feel like I was like, oh, that should have ended on that. And then after seeing the actual finale, I was like, oh, I wish they ended it on in her yeah. here because <laughs> there were so many good things about this episode. Like, like don't even get me started on the dog because my heart oh. still hasn't recovered from his from Dean's face when the dog gets taken away. Like, I can't. I can't. Someone <laughs> called mustache twirling on Reddit. Someone called that. Uh, okay, we get it. God's like not a good guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, and then, oh my god, they, like, bringing Lucifer and Michael back, and then the Lucifer, like, see, when he appeared, like, when he obviously mm-hmm. phoned Dina's cast, and he appeared at the door, I literally screamed, and I'm never, I'm never like that with TV, <laughs> and I literally, I was like, I was glad there was nobody else in the house, because I would have looked, like, really, really <laughs> weird. But yeah, I thought that that was brilliant, and then and I didn't see the the kind of turn coming about Jack like absorbing the power as they were fighting. I didn't really see that coming, yeah. so I thought that was good. And I thought the end the end scene with Chuck when they were like getting beaten up, but they were like smiling and stuff. Like I was like, oh, you know, that was like proper. My heart was like proper, like getting torn up at that scene. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was pretty brutal. It felt like a lot like season five's ending where the devil like sam as the devil has beaten the crap out of dean it felt very much reminiscent of that Mm -hmm. um it's strange i didn't see that twist either because the the plants and everything were dying around him but i was like does this mean he's like toxic and he's like radioactive or something he was dying like i thought i completely read that (laughs) but i didn't realize he was sapping the life out of stuff that was actually kind of cool um yeah, so the, the fight that that was a great way to end it. I always, I mean, this will go into probably criticisms category, but um, the bit where like, I don't get it, God can like create the universe, destroy it just by like probably thinking it and all that sort of crap, but he still has to like click his fingers certain times to do different things and like. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 always been a weird thing for me. Yeah, Um, I think that's just for style rather than like. Yeah, yeah. Just it looks cool when you click your fingers, man. Like all the angels have that thing of like clicking their fingers and then like somebody exploding and stuff, and it it does look. I think it's like because it's such a lot of power, but for such a small gesture, it's quite a cool thing. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty badass. Um, so yeah, he's destroyed. God has destroyed the universe at this point. Um, well, not the universe. the, The rest. Oh, is it? Did he say all the other universes, or yeah, so was it all, just all the other universes are gone, and then he's he's taken away every single living thing from Earth, apart from Sam and Dean and the dog. Yeah, but then he takes the dog because he's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I took that away too, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was um, bit, I know I'm jumping forward again, but that was literally my yeah. bit, my best bit of the finale when I saw he had oh, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's when Dean looks and he's like. Oh man, and I was like, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. So, so, um, so it's like a 28 days later thing. Um, God is like, right, fine, have it your way, sort of thing, which is pretty much what he did on the end of season 14, where he was like, I'm going to take away all your toys again. Um, yeah. 
Um, he's taken away all the living things on Earth, so everywhere's empty. The football stadiums are... I thought that was a really cool uh, little sequence when they were showing how deserted Earth is now. Yeah. Um, it would have been great to see like planes crashing to the sky and stuff, but maybe that's just me being morbid, um, and they probably didn't have a budget for that. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe a bit too dark. Um, but yeah, so the rest of it would be quite easy just now because COVID. You, you just film up. Yeah, yeah, just record a fucking football stadium. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that happens, and then. God doesn't realize. Oh, sorry. Michael shows up, doesn't he? That all oh. they go to a church, and Michael's yeah. there, and he's like, "You know what? I'm sick of this shit too." Yeah. So, and I also will say that his his like bad guy turn, I did not see coming at all as well. I was so I've been such a Michael fan, and I know that you shouldn't be because he's a bit of a dick, but like, it's interesting like, though. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was so like, I was so psyched. I was like, oh my God, he's going to side with Sam and Dean and he's going to help them destroy God. And like his turn back to like fighting them, I just, I didn't see it coming at all. So yeah. that was good. But that whole sequence with him and Lucifer, like the Archangel fight, I was, just, that was, that was one of my favorite sequences like in it. Yeah. And it felt like, do you know what? I Just thinking of it now, um, it kind of felt like a warning tale to Dean. Like, you know, how he was always loyal to to an absent father sort of thing. Someone mentions, I think um, either the devil or someone else mentions that you're like loyal to an absent father sort of thing. Of course, mm -hmm. you were always going to be uh, Michael. Um, Michael, in the end, obviously, this episode turns around and it's like, lol, I was just kidding. I was going to betray you anyway. Um, in fact, no, he doesn't do that. He, It's when he hears about... When does he do that? There's a so, moment in the episode yeah, when he says that he's because <laughs> Lucifer um, tells him that he's God's favorite now. So God got Lucifer out of uh, the empty <laughs> and has like tasked him with this. So he's the favorite now. And then that's when Dean notices that Michael like tenses up and he realizes that Michael's gonna like turn back because he can't deal with being like being not God's most loyal angel. It's it's weird. I suppose that's kind of. Uh... And then God goes and kills him. It's so yeah. bad. Like, ugh, yeah. Clicks his fingers yeah. and just explodes him. Um, the that kind of makes sense for Michael's sort of character because he's always like, "We need to do what Daddy wants," sort yeah, of really thing, does. and yeah. um, I kind of like is in line with Michael as an old story. Um, but yeah, he ends up betraying them, and then they get into a fight with God, who's just beaten them. He could just literally destroy them but he's having more fun just beating them like uh down can, but they keep I, getting back up yeah, yeah and sorry. Can, can i track back for a sec to say that one of mm -hmm. my favorite lines uh which i'm not going to quote right but is the point is that <laughs> there's not a language thing on this podcast is there but <laughs> no no god no no literally he says to michael like you know what he thinks he thinks you're a cock. And I was like, they've used dick on the program. I don't think they've ever used that word on the program. <laughs> but I was like, I was in bits. I will just say, I know performances later, but Mark Pellegrino, like that man. Oh, just, yeah. oh, every single scene he's in, he just is incredible. Like it's it's yeah, exactly. And it's kind of weird when people do like not an impression of him, but when they do their take on what he talks like. I think the only person who's done it like massively convincingly is uh castiel when he was possessed by he did yeah um, he did a really good job of that whole that whole like mm -hmm. time when he was playing lucifer you could tell that he brought 
a lot of like Mark Pellegrino's like characteristics and mannerisms to it, as well yeah, as having absolutely. like a little bit of his own. I heard Mark Pellegrino mm-hmm. talking about that in a Q&A as well, and he said that he was like super impressed with what he did. But just side, yeah, side, side got, note, yeah. I've also heard Richard Spate Jr., who uh, who directed Despair, and he plays he, Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's the, he, I, I've heard him do a really good Mark Pellegrino impression as well. <laughs> Which is crazy because, like, he obviously fights him in uh, season five. I think Hammer, it is like Hammer one of the last God, ones. Yeah, yeah. Which is a one of my favorite all time episodes of the whole show. Um, most of where he says Luce, Lucy, I'm home. What, what's that? Most of like Gabriel's episodes are really good. Oh yeah, fantastic! I mean, when you watch it back now and you know that he is Gabriel rather than Loki, yeah. it's kind of like. This is fun because no one knows he's, you know, an archangel. And yeah. this is fun. Um so yeah, the way the the way the second last episode ends, I mean the very end, um God is now because they get into a fight. God's human. Uh, yeah. Yeah, God's now human because Jack has absorbed his power uh, when he was using it. Um I've always wondered in the show to address this why um nephilims are more powerful than anything um because there's a nephilim in is there a nephilim yeah early early seasons there was a kid i think it's season one maybe maybe season two i could be thinking this wrong there's a kid who's like a nephilim i think he's like a demon is that jesse the antichrist one yeah yeah And there's, it, another Jesse? One, there's another one that Cass has to kill when he's going through the angel trials, I believe. Just a random woman that you never see and never see again. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and I killed that woman. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, do, I, yeah I think there's a bit of uh, kind of artistic liberties going on there. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are I mean, really powerful and some of them just die, <laughs> die instantly and <laughs> They're just not aware they're actually a Nephilim or something. That must be it. I mean, but that... So, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there was a kid. I'm I'm pretty sure she's the son of a demon or something. But there was that kid who could turn. He turned Castiel into a, like a little yeah. figurine. Yeah, that was. Jesse. Um, yeah. I mean, you never hear back about what happened <laughs> to him. He just went into hiding. Um, so I mean, I don't know if he would have been useful against God, but who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like sort of, they're more powerful. They get into a fight. Um, Jack absorbs most of God's powers or like absorbs the energy exuding off him and then is able to just turn him into a human now, isn't he? Um, yeah. And then uh, Chuck, if you will, um, is just sort of like, no, don't leave me here. And they're all like, see ya. Because yeah. they decide to, instead of killing him and him, like, because he's he wants them to kill him, doesn't he? Because yeah. he's like, oh, it's, it's interesting rather than boring. I actually really liked that like mm-hmm. aspect of it because i thought as well like again i keep because i'm really like psyched to start talking about the performances <laughs> i'm trying to like not <laughs> but like rob benedict and i like i know he, he's got like mixed reviews of to what people like kind of think of him playing chuck and then playing god but i thought like his his, his performance in that end scene and especially at that right end of that end scene when he has got his powers taken away and he's just like literally like mm-hmm whining and crying on the floor and i was like you know that's that's good because the whole point of like what they've been fighting against is this like this really really massive power that they can do nothing about and then they've literally like 
personified it that it's him and then they've just shown him with absolutely like zero power at all and they're just walking away from him and leaving him because he's like that unimportant now i thought it was like a really yeah. good kind of like sort of like way of showing it physically like the change in power yeah and it's like you're not worth our time anymore like you're not anything now you're just a person um which is the worst punishment that he could have had yeah. because he hates humans um even though he created them <laughs> um so i can't remember directly exact that's the way the episode no the episode doesn't end exactly there, right? So then it's, they go back uh, to the town and then Jack explains to them that he's going to be everywhere and nowhere and mm-hmm. will be with everyone and not with anyone and then he disappears. <laughs> and he waves and then he disappears. And I thought that was, that, yeah, that was a nice yeah. ending. And then yeah. when, you, when you hear about what he's been doing in the finale, that's quite cool. Like, because at least you, you you might get absolutely no closure on Cass's situation at all but at least you know that he's with Jack and they're making things better in heaven yeah true um and I, I, I one thing I really wanted on the end of the episode was uh t- t- I've always wanted this since season whatever it was when the angels fell um I always wanted angels to have their wings back I always loved that about the show when yeah. angels would just you would hear that wing noise and they uh-huh. would just appear in the scene I yeah. love that um but yeah, I guess that's a small criticism. Um, no, I've heard that. I've actually heard quite a few people like talking about that. That it would have been good. It would have been good for, mm. like, you know what would have really made it? I know this is budgets, but I think it would have so fitted in that Archangel fight between Michael and Lucifer as well if you actually for once could see the wings. Like, because I think yeah. if you're going to do it, that's the fight to do it. And, like, surely, like, when you're f- fighting, like, Michael versus Lucifer, that would be the the like sort of fight scene to actually like show the wings visually for the first time like that would be that would have been really cool i mean that yeah because that was my <laughs> i remember watching that finale uh, sorry that that episode and just seeing them floating around up in the air and i oh, i that, just yeah. audibly laughed i was like <laughs> god i know was, they're meant to be flying other, that was the other michael and lucifer fight wasn't it that was like the alternative yeah, yeah. like peaky blinders dean version <laughs> Peaky, what really was Peaky Blinders? Yeah, literally, like... literally same costume. Yeah. I, I'm so sure that Jensen Ackles had just been watching Peaky Blinders and had gone like, right, that's what I want <laughs> to wear when I play Michael in this episode. But yeah, no, like that, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best one. No, but I meant like this this Lucifer Michael fight in the in like this episode in here at the air. I think. Oh right, okay, yes. If, yeah. you, if you were gonna show the wings, second last episode, massive archangel fight, like that would have been the time to do it. I think it would have looked like it would have looked incredible, but obviously, budget. <laughs> yeah, and then they just went, "We'll kill off Satan again." Well, uh, we'll I like how for the eighteenth time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look back at season my favorite character it's only supernatural that everybody hates god and loves satan like that's what this program's done that's the legacy is <laughs> pretty i mean yeah it's sort of everyone loves a villain um it, it's weird when you look at it um from an outside perspective like a lot of people go all oh, right how can you care about the characters when even if they get killed, it's there's no impact. I've always thought this as well, like slightly in the back of my head, that there's very little impact when a character dies sometimes because you're like, well, someone will just bring them back. Yeah. Um, but you do care every time because it's like they might not bring them back. Yeah. There's always that doubt in the back of your head. Um, um, what do you call it? Like, it's weird to see from season one, season one, uh, yeah, season one up till now, like the first few episodes, they were like, demons don't exist. 
and now they've literally just depowered God. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> they've, they've come a long way. Um, but so yeah, so the episode ends with them saying we're free to do whatever we want now, and yeah. they sort of and then have a it's beer or something. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy says I can drink now. It was just kind of a, okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, um, so that brings us neatly to carry everyone's on. favorite episode, Carry On, um, which it had to be called that, quite frankly. Um, it, did. it did. I mean, the road so far could have been, you know, the second last one, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so the synopsis for this one, apparently, in IMDb is it's the final ride for saving people and hunting things. Um, which I guess is okay. that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all they've given us. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, there's your synopsis. Deal with it. Um, they clearly didn't like the finale either. They were like, we're just giving a sentence and we're done. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's your show. Okay. Oh, <laughs> now stop talking about it. Um, the user reviews are not kind to it, but we'll get onto that, I guess. Um, initial impressions going into this one. This starts with. Uh, there's nothing to do anymore. Should we take a case? Sure. Um, and they get uh, a case of vamps. Is it vamps? Is that how yeah, it starts? So, like, I'm not going to be too negative because I genuinely do like love this show so much that, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't mean that I can't <laughs> I can't see problems with it and stuff. But I don't want to just like crap on it because it's genuinely like I just care far too much about the show to do that. But I liked how mm-hmm. it started. I thought the montage was cute. I thought that even like the scene in the state fair with the pie thing, I thought it was nice and it just showed it. It was just different from a lot of supernatural episodes. It felt different. I don't, don't know if that... You got pie finally. Yeah, in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it just felt different as well because you knew it was the last ever episode. But I have to say, when they took the case and they were... And, like up until obviously <laughs> the moment that we'll talk about i was like sitting there and i was like wait are you kidding like is this just this is just a case episode like this is the finale and i was like in the back of my head i was like well i get that because it's that has been majoritively what supernatural has been it's been case episodes like so yeah like monster of the week sort of thing yeah, yeah. i was kind of like well maybe that's that's what they're doing they're bringing it back to that that kind of thing but Mm-hmm. I I was thinking about this this morning actually before we came on this and I was thinking of like like ra- like what I would have actually done if like <laughs> if it was up to me to make it like better and okay. I, like there's probably problems with this that I haven't thought through yet but if you're going to kill Dean mm-hmm. I would have killed him in the battle with God I would have killed him either at the end of the last episode and then just had like the kind of like uh, Jack's goodbye, maybe at the start of this episode rather than rather than at the end, or do Jack's goodbye and then, you know, in whatever way it works, mm-hmm. I, w- I, w- I would have had him die for something a lot more important than a vamp nest when he gets backed onto a nail. Like it's, it just felt, it just felt <laughs> it's a pretty so- big nail. <laughs> I know, but he's just like he's been through so much, and it just felt like. It felt like, right, we need to kill Dean now. Quickly, have a look around. What have we got? There's a nail. He can get killed on that. Like, that's how it felt. And don't, yeah. I'm not taking anything away from that scene because Jared and Jensen were, like, again, performances, not talking about it yet. But 
they completely knocked out of the park and I was in like floods of tears but at the back of my mind I was like it's a nail like yeah I mean I I I thought exactly the same way but I've gone back the other way now like Dino said that they'd probably die in some random fight and because because God isn't like influencing it and making sure that their writing is going a certain way like sort of making their storyline work in certain ways to be interesting to him it kind of makes sense that he dies in a way that's just boring and normal like just in a normal ass fight um, but I agree he could have I if they'd have killed him off in the second episode second last episode yeah. um, and then had Sam have to deal with that until he gets to heaven to see yeah. Dean that would have worked, been more impactful. And I kind of got what they did about bringing that a uh, Jenny, I think her name was, back the 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 first vampire, or the oh, yeah. vampire hunt they did. But at the same time, uh, it, nothing against her. But I completely forgot who she was. Like I, I like mm-hmm. I, I knew like this is fifteen seasons ago. Like I knew who I knew that they knew her because obviously Dean recognized her in the thing. But I was like, who's that? Like I think if they were gonna yeah. do that. And have it in a random death. I would do again. I think a way to like something that I would have enjoyed slightly more is if they'd brought back a character that like we'd know or we'd remember, and that had killed them. Yeah, I don't really know who off the top of my head, but like you know, it, it, yeah, it very much felt remember. like it very much felt like she was in town. So you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We are in for the episode. Um, yeah, it was it's kind of weird. Yeah, I agree with that. That. It sort of just felt like I remembered her when they showed her, and I was like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> like cool, I guess." Um, it <laughs> the death, okay. So the initial impression of that, I, I'd have to say, was um, kind of. Fu- I know a lot of people found it emotional. I know you're saying you cry, and I found it kind of emotional. I couldn't help but think of. Have you watched Zombieland? No, I'm not. Okay, so there's a bit with Bill Murray, um, and they go to his house in Zombieland. Obviously, the whole country's turned into zombies. Um, <laughs> they go to Bill Murray's house, and um, what do you call him's character is a huge Bill Murray fan. So they're watching Ghostbusters because one of the characters hasn't seen it, which is criminal. Um, and Bill Murray comes in dressed as a zombie to scare the shit out of them. But he dresses up as a zombie so that he can go around and play golf and stuff and just not get bothered by the zombies. Um but someone accidentally shoots him. Um, I know this is a big spoiler if you haven't seen it, but someone <laughs> shoots him in the in the chest and he's dying. But he's just like, he pretends to die and he's like, <sighs> and then they're like, oh my God, he's gone. And he's like, you know what? <sighs> and he's just, he hasn't died yet and he's just still there and he's just not dying. <laughs> so he, that whole Dean bit reminded me of where he was just like, I'm going to die, Sam. And it's like, yeah i love you and he's like but anyway (laughs) i mean okay right now that you've said that thank you because that seems ruined for me and that's all i'll ever no worries you're welcome (laughs) but yeah no i can kind of see it but i i i thought the the death like means aside i thought it was a a really good scene Oh yeah, the acting, the acting. I mean, obviously, we'll touch on the performances, but the acting on that was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, have you watched the second Deadpool? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I have. You know when Deadpool is quote dying, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, dying is so hard," and he keeps <laughs> going <laughs> that as well. I just kept thinking of that, and I was like, oh. "It's not 
I'm never going to again. It's such hey, a if I had to see it. And I'll be like, like, because my housemate's not seen it yet. So I'll end up rewatching it with him and he'll be like watching the scene for the first time, like all emotional. <laughs> and I'll be sitting there chuckling. I'll look like, <laughs> like, I'll look yeah. like a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, it brings me to like a feeling that I've had of the show for a while. Like, I love that. Like, I've loved the boys. Sam, Dean, Cass. I mean, Jack, I guess. Um, <laughs> And I feel savage saying that, but it's just like I haven't like had enough time to care about them. Um, but like, I've, I mean, I've watched this since like the first few weeks that the show came out, and I don't know. It's it's like I love the show because I love the show, and I love what they've done with it over time. And I absolutely adore some of the episodes. Some of them, my favorite episodes of any TV, have been on Supernatural. Um, but at the same time, I always do have that elephant in the room situation in the back of my mind where I'm like, should they have just ended it like three or four, five, six seasons ago? And it's all like, I don't know. It hasn't outstayed its welcome. And I'm happy that I got loads of Supernatural. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I sort of agree with people who say it should have ended in season five. Because that no. would have been... I know, I know. I hate myself saying it. Um, but I mean, there's, there's just many like good moments the thing with supernatural is <laughs> yeah. though there, there, there is so much filler like and i'm not complaining because i think the, the yeah, case yeah. episodes are funny and they're quirky and they're great but like if you took out so they've got like what roughly 20 episode seasons or 20 23 episode seasons or something if you took out yeah. all the filler episodes and just had story like episodes you would make like five seasons <laughs> Like mini series, like six or six, five or six episodes. Yeah, it's like a really delicious sandwich where the filler's delicious, but there's just just too much of it. Um, yeah, some people like sort of. I mean, if if it went on for another five seasons, I would be watching it. Oh, I'd watch so, the shit out of it still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if they went, it's returning. I'd be like, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it could it could literally go on to like twenty forty, and I would still be tuning in every week. I think this. <laughs> Yeah. and it's pretty much the only show i would say that as well like yeah yeah oh supernatural's back on yeah whatever grandma oh, it's my favorite show <laughs> i don't know why in 20 years you'd be like some old frail woman but there you go <laughs> like oh, my 30s are gonna look weird my 40 my early 40s are gonna look weird uh. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Jesus, you're not even you're like thirty like something. Um, okay, so overall, the three store. Th oh no, okay, no, yeah, we're just there. We'll zoom over the ending. <laughs> we'll, we'll zoom over the ending, but we'll come back to it because we'll we'll we'll. In fact, no, yeah, initial impression story. Oh yeah, so what story? Okay, so Dean dies, um, but this time he actually fucking dies. Um, so Dean's dead. And he goes to heaven. Yeah. Um, and he sees everyone's favorite, Bobby. Bobby. The real Bobby, not some alternate universe Bobby. Yeah, I've genuinely um, by this point forgotten what Bobby was the real Bobby. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, which one? <laughs> um Yeah, so Bobby numero uno, the vanilla Bobby, is in heaven <laughs> and he's all like Yo, time doesn't work the same up here than it does down there, and Castiel and Jack have fixed heaven it's not just reliving your favorite hits it's like some big free land where everyone can visit each other oh by the way your parents live like five miles down the road so dean goes for a drive in baby because you know that is the best goddamn thing ever yep. um 
fight me in real life. Um, <laughs> he travels down the road, and meanwhile, do you want to take us into what Sam is up to in the meantime? Yeah, so in this one drive for Dean, that he's playing Carry On My, <laughs> Carry on my Wayward Son, Sam's yep. entire life passes and he dies. <laughs> I mean, I honestly hoped you would just say just a sentence on that. Thank God. I was like, did you want more detail there? No, no, please. That was perfect because that's how it felt watching 15 seasons and then getting to that one tiny bit was like, uh, Sam lives and then he dies. (laughs) Wait, what? It's like, it's one song. It's Carry On My Way Where It's On. And during it, Dean drives down a road and Sam lives his entire life and dies. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. So to Sam, his whole life was lived out with that wig which we'll get on to um <laughs> so, so sam like sort of lives his whole life he's like mm, the old car i'd forgotten about this and you're just like i don't for a second believe look you still look like an athlete for god's sake <laughs> it's ridiculous he's like, he's like the only 80 year old that still has like a <laughs> yeah he's like oh god damn <laughs> This care home is crazy, and he's just like got a shirt off, like flexing. Um, do we have a do we anyway. have a spot on this for like con- fan conspiracy theories? Because there was a really interesting one regarding like the in- oh yeah, in- in Jared that I want to circle. Yeah, we'll, we'll we can get to that on standout moments and stuff if you want. Um, right. So so yeah, he, he <laughs> Sam lives his entire life. He gets old. He has a son. Sorry, he has a son. He gets old. His son's called wife Dean, is fun fact. Son's called Dean. Yeah, yeah. Um, naturally, of course, he couldn't have called him anything else, or supernaturally, if you will. Um, so he he lives his whole life. He dies, and then Dean gets to the end of this this bridge, which is you know sort of uh, a symbol for the bridge into heaven or whatever. I don't know. So um, I saw I saw something so deep on the internet when someone asked uh, why it's if Sam lived to an old age. So why did he when he appeared in heaven was he like the same age that? like he was when dean died and somebody wrote back because it's about your it's about like your soul is like the age of your soul is like the age that you'll be in heaven and then sam's soul died the day that dean died so it didn't age anymore i was like oh oh that's heavy i mean it actually is quite a quite a like foolproof way of explaining why because like bobby is old in heaven so why would sam not be old but yeah yeah, went, I mean, went. Sam, that would make, what, the second, third time that Sam's soul has disappeared? Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of horrible if you think about it in those terms, because he had a kid and he had a wife. <laughs> so but, but he, he's like, his soul was dead. Yeah, I feel nothing for my wife and child. Well, his wife, um, as we've mentioned, his wife is just a faceless blur, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in heaven, and he's just like... Yeah, where's, where's your wife and kids? Did you get married, have kids? Yeah, but they're whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't care. Do you want to go hunt a vampire? <laughs> I reckon it would be great if just... <laughs> I don't know why this popped into my head. If when Sam got to heaven, Dean's there, and he's like, uh, Dean? And he just looks, and him and Cass are just like sort of... <laughs> Just sort of, I don't know, embracing each other or whatever. Just sort of like, oh, hey, oh, hey, Sam, how are you doing? And they're like fully, fl- oh, I don't know. It would have been great. Um, they sort of mentioned Cass, though. Of, it would have made a lot of fans happy if they'd had oh, yeah. something. Well, this is, what, this is what a lot of fans wanted, wouldn't they? They were like, 
we want them to be married right now. I'm like, oh, jeez, calm down. I, I think um, there, there is a portion of more reasonable fans that I have seen that <laughs> just wanted something. They were like quite happy to accept, right, fine, maybe like, maybe Dean doesn't feel the same way for Cass. We're cycling back on a Destiel again. But yeah. if he'd just been in the finale, like to get to, to, for all that he's like contributed for the seasons, he has like one or like, I think two, well, two mentions. If you discount Lucifer's phone call, uh, yeah. In in inherit the earth, he he Dean says to Chuck like that you need to bring Cass back. That's one, and then he's got the mention in the finale that he's like helping Jack to sort of restructure heaven. That's it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what gets people. It's like it's like regardless of whether you wanted him to be with Dean or you're quite happy that 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 wasn't the case. Like they just wanted something. Like because yeah. regardless of like romantic relationships they were best friends and they like obviously like loved each other in some way shape or form and there was just nothing there was not even like i i understand why dean couldn't get time to grieve his death because that was another criticism but then they still mm-hmm. had to deal with god so i'm like well you would kind of compartmentalize i think if you had to save the whole world you wouldn't be sitting crying over your friend right now so i get that but like yeah to to not have him in the final episode or mentioned in the final episode in in a bigger capacity than he was like i think that's why a lot of people were just like felt it was yeah like, he, felt it was a bit of a slap in the face no absolutely even mentioning him would have been um a lot better sort of it's it's kind of because yeah from a practical point of view it makes sense that they couldn't you know get him in and stuff and whatnot that makes sense but yeah to certainly just mention him a bit more would have been there but he's a main character as well like it's it's not the same as like Mm -hmm. asking like uh, like uh richard spate jr right so pluck him from for example like to ask him to come up and quarantine for two weeks to be in one scene like i get why that's like Mm -hmm. not possible but this is like i i think misha collins would have done that a thousand times to be in the last episode like i can't see why they wouldn't have brought him back like he's been a principal he's been a main character along with sam and dean since season four so it's, yeah and it, 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 it it's sort like of a weird it, overlook yeah and it also it's, it also just fuels the conspiracy that you know bury your gaze they're not doing it because of this yeah bury your gaze and all that sort of stuff and then yeah it, it sort of fuels the conspiracy for me that the, the, they didn't get on with the writers in terms of you know this or that i mean i don't know i can't say i don't want to speculate or anything but like it doesn't help it when you know that happens who knows i mean we'll probably get the full stories as as more comes out <laughs> in like from 10 years <laughs> in 10 years time yeah when they're writing a book and <laughs> going on tour um which moves us neatly on to um oh no hang on so the, there was the overall feelings there was there was a little tiny moment that i thought was perfect and I, I i didn't get what you're gonna kill me here i didn't get world up in any of the episodes in season 15 or any moments not even Cass and dean or like dean dying again because uh, to me the stakes are just like i'm like yeah they'll come back um but the stakes aren't there for me but in heaven when it was like okay this is it this is the final final you can't get any more final than this when Sam sees Dean again in heaven and they're like, oh, hey. And I was like, that's the bit I got like welled up because I was like, oh, okay, no, it's over. It's fine. It's like, oh, God, it is like we can't go back now. 
See, um, if I'm like being completely honest, so I I didn't. I was like dead inside for that because the whole time, <laughs> the, well, the whole time I was sitting there and I was like, no, this isn't how it's ended. I had my mouse like hovering so that I could see like the play bar to see how many minutes I had left. Long's I left. Like, I was like, surely this isn't how it ends. Like this isn't going to be how they end fifteen seasons. So like yeah. I was, yeah, I just sat there with a complete blank look on my face to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nope, nope, just in denial. Um, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, I lo- I love the little details. Like uh, Sam had his hoodie and coat on from the first episode, and so did Dean. They yeah, both had the their bridge as well the, the bridge and the, the pilot, yeah um, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. It was the pilot. Yeah, the woman in white. Yeah, I do love that they mentioned the name of the pilot in uh, Dean's death, where he was like, "Do you remember our first case?" And he's like, "The woman in white." And I was like, "Oi, oi!" <laughs> like that's the episode name. Yeah, there was another um, Easter egg in Dean's death scene. I'm trying to think what it was. Um. By the way, who the who the hell was the huge vampire? Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's like a wrestler. I swear to God, that was like, I don't know. Oh, Not it John was. Um, it was a reference to uh, Jared Padalecki's charity. Always keep fighting. He does that. He's yeah, when he's like, you better always keep fighting. Yeah. Yeah. So that that. I don't I, was think actually... I don't think anybody else would notice it, but I think because I'm like such a super fan and I've watched like every convention, yeah. stuff, so I know all the behind the scenes stuff. So it took me out of it a little bit because I was just like, oh, <laughs> that's Jared's charity. <laughs> but... I was like, I was going to wear my Always Keep Fighting uh, t-shirt as well um, for that. And then when he said it, I was like, hey. Nice <laughs> <laughs> little reference. Well done. So, um, no, I didn't. I didn't mind it. I think it's like I said in the run up to the the finale or the last couple of episodes that it, they were gonna like it must be such a hard job to wrap up fifteen seasons. Oh like, yeah. And the way that they did it, like, like they essentially had the second last episode wrapped up season fifteen, and then the last episode wrapped up the whole series kind of thing. Like I thought that that made sense, and like even though, like, I didn't. I didn't love the last episode, but I really enjoyed the two before, and I think like I'm I'm not mad that that was how they chose to do it. Like I think that because I think it would have been an impossible job to like try and please everybody with it. So I think what they did yeah. was fine and was <laughs> rel- rel- <laughs> I mean, relatively satisfactory. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do. I mean, if 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 that was the summation of the whole show, that'll do. No, but um, that's literally just the last episode. It's the only episode yeah. I've ever felt like that far so it's it's kind of weird you're right though like they were they were painted into a corner really the sort of um well not the writers but like the the show itself in a way was sort of no matter what you did you were always gonna like have quite a few people upset that it was you know yeah this or that way that they did it i mean they didn't really help themselves but at the same time Oh no! Not they to defend they it. Definitely made some mistakes that made it worse. I said, I think. I oh think, yeah. I think mainly how the whole cast storyline was handled, like they, there was kind of no need for that to be as as done in the way it was done. So. Sort of swept, swept under swept the rug, right sort of thing. Just yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, character, I... but we'll just kill you and never mention you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever, mate. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Um. They sort of, you were right with the sort of practicality of it. Um, 
Yeah. I know that they they officially came out and said, or like even some of the cast have said, yeah, there was more plans to actually make it some big thing, but the practicality of it was that we couldn't due to the pandemic. God damn you, pandemic! We could have had like a much better, yeah, um, finale. But I mean, it is what it is, which is the motto of twenty twenty. Um, I do think as well, though. So I didn't know that they shot Despair before the pandemic. So it was just the last two episodes. I think I'm right in saying that we're shot. Yeah, it was pandemic. just the last. I think they did okay bringing, like, mm-hmm. in, in the last, like, uh, I want to say, like, four or five episodes, you saw a lot of faces again. Like, you saw, like, Charlie and uh, mm-hmm. oh, Rihanna's character. I can't remember what her character's called right now. I'm having a block. <laughs> the, the police, Donna. Donna, um, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you obviously got to see Bobby in the last episode. Uh, Lucifer and Michael were back. Like I think, as far as they could with bringing characters mm-hmm. back and letting you see like who might be your favorite character one last time, I think they did an okay job. Again, it would have been so nice to see everybody in the finale, but you know that's you know wasn't to be, wasn't to be. <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate. And I've just realised the vampires are wearing masks in that scene because. They have to hold down Dean and fight, get into a fight. Um, but they couldn't just be wearing like COVID masks, so they gave them these weird, creepy skeletons. It has to be surely because oh they filmed God. those last two during yeah, the whole I, thing. No, I mean, it would totally make sense, but I just I, yeah. never, I never even thought about that. I mean, if you look <laughs> even in the, the bit in heaven, <laughs> it's just, yeah, no, exactly. That's probably what they, they were going for, and then just went... just like normal vampires who just look like normal humans. Yeah. Well, vampires never feel the need to like ham it up. I know, obviously, that episode of season six with the Dracula one is different, oh. but that was a changeling. Uh, it wasn't an actual vampire, anyway. So yeah, you look at you look at Bobby in heaven and stuff. Like I'm looking at a still of them on IMDb right now. They're literally two meters apart in the shots. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God, I've just seen a shot of. Okay, we'll get on to the criticisms, but yeah, okay, I'm not even going to talk I about already, it. it just... I already know that you've just said you just saw a shot of the wig, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Come on, the budget couldn't have been that low that you couldn't have just stretched for a goddamn better makeup department for that. But Jesus wept. It was so bad. It was like campy. It literally. Oh, anyway, um, moving on swiftly before I go on a tangent. Performances. What did yeah. you think overall on the three episodes of performances? Oh, just massive ticks all around. Mm. <laughs> I've, been yeah. wanting, I've been wanting to talk about this the entire time, and that's that's my summation. <laughs> um, ten right. out of ten. Yeah, no, obviously, <laughs> you know, I'm an actor. Look at it from an acting point of view. Yep. You know, often to a fault because I just ruin TV shows for myself nowadays. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of anything that I can actually say. Like I could highlight pretty much everybody's performance of being like, okay, like fine, like Bobby's not been in it much and stuff like that. But yeah. I thought the standouts, Misha Collins in that final goodbye scene, I thought was just like felt like somebody just like, you know, pulled my heart out and stomped on it on the floor. <laughs> 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 I thought that that was an absolutely like amazing performance um it's, it's sam sam like sam and dean who jensen and jared as they're called in real life um <laughs> they are performing <laughs> specifically jensen ackles because i i really rate him like uh yeah 
I want to say slightly more than Jared. Not not that I think Jared's a bad actor at all, but I just think that Dean's got a kind of Dean's a bit more subtle and stuff. He's got like a kind of more yeah nuanced way of doing things and uh, I, I like yeah I really rate him as an actor um obviously really looking forward to seeing him in the boys as well and seeing seeing because uh, like I I've seen other stuff he's done since being a supernatural fan but it'll be interesting to actually see him play <laughs> did you did you character. not enjoy did you not enjoy my bloody Valentine <laughs> not seen it <laughs> moving on moving on moving on <laughs> um, yeah and then I mean, different kind of performance, obviously, but uh, as, I, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, Mark Pellegrino with Lucifer, just just every scene he's in, and he di- he didn't disappoint. He was in that like that second last episode for five minutes, and he just like lit up the whole episode for me. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. I think he's probably it's he's very Shakespearean. Yeah, I think it's really difficult to say like some like somebody's the best actor I've seen or something because it's so subjective and it's a like it different things to different people but for me personally yeah. he is like i think i rate him highest out of like any actor i've seen and i know that's a really big statement but i i i am behind mark it. pellegrino yeah what well, as lucifer you mean no i mean as an actor like he is i, I just think, in general yeah i think he's the like currently for working working actors i think he's he's probably my top rated actor that i've, I've got just now oh wow okay but but yeah, I think think that in Supernatural he's phenomenal. Like that Lucifer is just such a fun character, and I think that like I just can't imagine anybody else to have that role. Which is funny. Yeah, it's... in the show, so many other people have that role. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's, it's a strange one. It's amazing as well when you think like of characters like Lucifer and like like Richard Spate, Gabriel and stuff, uh, Balthazar as well. Like they're in so few episodes. Like they're actually, if you look at like like imdb and see how many episodes they're in it's like not very many at all but yet they're such massive parts of the show and i think like obviously i know that speaks to the fan base and stuff and i think that them having the kind of convention circuits and people seeing a lot of them but, mm. but like they do they just like completely change the landscape of the show in in like a relatively small amount of episodes compared to how many like there has been of the of the whole series yeah exactly and and you touched upon like sort of conventions and whatnot and and the fandom is really one thing that i wouldn't say that makes the show unique but certainly makes it <sighs> stand out a bit more yeah and it's I just sort of like the supernatural fandom mm, which i know some people can criticize because a small section of them can be quite uh vicious if you will but um for the most part the fandom is like loyal to a fault really let's it's unbelievable i mean little smaller actors like smaller actor roles that you're in about like ghost faces that's one of my favorite things yeah. about supernatural with those guys yeah charlie like she's only in mm. like a relatively small handful of episodes but it's such a like icon within that within that show to so many people no, definitely. I mean, she was introduced in season seven with uh, Dick. Yeah. Because um, she was that's such a good episode. Yeah. She had one of the my favorite like character intro episodes, like ever. I just thought she was so cute and quirky and fun, and I uh, just think yeah, that role is such a great role for her. Oh, she was she was perfect for that. Um, so, what do you think? I, I mentioned it earlier, but what do you think of Rob Benedict? Not Rob Benedict. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, me and him go way back. Um, <laughs> we were just out in a pub last week, me and Rob. <laughs> COVID restrictions, of course. Um, yeah. As a what? As a performance yeah. of God, you mean? Yeah, so God specifically, because I think everybody can agree he was perfect as Chuck. But how did you find yeah. his uh, his coming out as God? It's 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 a weird one. I I'm in two minds about it. I loved him as Chuck because he was like a bumbling sort of Hugh Grantish uh, comedy. I I don't want to be a prophet sort of thing. Blah blah blah. But when he clicked his fingers at the end of that episode in season five, or no, he didn't click his fingers. He just disappeared, didn't he? Um, I'm obsessed with him clicking his fingers. Um, <laughs> he he sort of yeah, he just disappears. So that fueled the thing of oh my, is he God? And I think that's where that seed of thing he was I think someone confirmed it that he actually was meant to be God all the way back then anyway They, uh-huh. but they just never planned to go further with the series um, but as Chuck I loved him as God it was sort of it was weird because it, the problem for me is if you have someone as big as God who created the universe and shit yeah. um, and shit is just everything else that goes with that and <laughs> It's it's weird. You can't get any bigger than that in a show. Like, and you shouldn't. Like, I know the the Grim Reaper was, was like, oh, eventually I'll reap God. And, and by the way, I think he was by far the best oh, uh, death ever. Absolutely, second that. Another performance of a, a character who's only in a very few episodes of Supernatural overall, but someone who is one of my favorites of the whole show. Um, yeah, when you have someone who's like. <sighs> As, as big as that, the stakes should be monumentally massive. But I thought he was a great actor, but I just don't think, again, the pr- this is the problem with Supernatural. There's so many great moments and great actors, but sometimes or often the writing, especially in the later series, lets itself down. Um, they paint themselves into corners. I don't know how you feel about, like, obviously that's a criticism of the writing rather than performances, but I don't, I don't know, like, I think that, uh, so though that episode, I uh, can't even ballpark a season, I want to say, what, 11, maybe? The episode when he comes out as God and he's got the episode that he's in that kind of weird heavenly bar with Metatron and he's trying to write his... Oh, fare thee well, he sings fare thee well. Oh, that yeah. was one of my favourite moments. So, like, I think that that was a really good transition episode between him being Chuck and him being God because... He was quite like Chuck like in God like he was quite whiny and like moaning about stuff and like you know, passing mm-hmm. the buck and quite just how you would kind of expect this god who's been absent for so long and let so much crap happen on his watch. Like how you would expect him to be. And then obviously as the seasons have grown, he's kind of changed into this more like vindictive sort of well, gaudy personality. Like mm-hmm. I I liked it. I think I think he carried it off really well. I um, I can see why people find it a bit jarring because Rob Benedict is like, also he's so nice in real life. Like it's so, yeah. It's, but um, I think that like I don't, he doesn't I, come across as God. Like in terms of like, you look at him and go, that's not God. Like I think like that that kind of is why it worked for me. So I'm gonna pluck another name. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Kane, right back from you know Mark of Kane days. Oh hell's yeah, from Psych. Uh, Timothy Robinson. <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, I think that 
so like if i think like who would play god i would like say like oh he could do it like there's somebody like him to be honest, julian richings plays death as we just mentioned but like somebody like him like but i think because mm-hmm. there, yeah. there are actors that have this kind of like gravitas and have this kind of the, presence. yeah the presence yeah. I, I almost think like he's god like you you know he's got that just kind of built in it, it kind of worked as a weird kind of like contrast the fact that the fact it was rob benedict and he's like this five foot whatever guy that's like (laughs) kind of squirrely and jittery and stuff and i i don't know it just it worked for me i understand why people might have found it like odd and jarring and not quite bought Mm -hmm. to be honest i it was just another quirky part of the show that i that i really liked i thought and i thought (laughs) i thought that ending as well him going from the the gods and like destroying absolutely everything and then literally beating up the winchesters with his bare hands just because he wanted to like enjoy it and feel it uh, going from yeah. that to being like crying on the ground and being this like completely pathetic like human i thought that that was like i i think that rob benedict was a large part for me about why that worked mm. yeah I, 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 yeah i can see that from that as well yeah um and oh, by the way, uh, Charlie Day was in eleven episodes, apparently, of uh, Supernatural. Yeah, see, it's such a like small amount when you think, mm-hmm. like. But she's such a huge part of the family of Supernatural, so you sort of think she's been in more. But, um, but yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, thinking about it, he sort of it kind of makes sense, especially those moments where he's like, "Fine, have it your way," sort of thing. You were like, "Oh, oh shit, okay." <laughs> They've sort of pushed the. The sort of person you thought was a pushover over the edge, and you're like, "Oh shit, okay." Um, you know who? Happened- oh, sorry, let me interrupt. No, no, so I was just gonna say, what happened to the darkness? Like, uh, what- she just got inhaled. <laughs> yeah, I've sucked your powers up. Uh, what about her? I don't know. God just convinced her to side with him, then just like inhaled her, and then again, never mentioned again. You don't even know. That's what I mean. Yeah, from that point. Is she now yeah. inside Jack? That's a weird oh. way. To <laughs> I'll put that but, down as a note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. But again, I'm not too like precious about this because I just I like I, yeah. I write screenplays as well, and it's so hard to like tie up. I like I can barely tie up a season, let alone tying up fifteen. So, like, I don't really. I'm not really one of those people who sits like I'll I'll joke about the kind of things that don't make sense, but it doesn't really yeah. bother me as like a fan. Oh no, totally. It's not like consequential to how i feel about the show yeah it's just sort of things that pop in your head and go oh what about that oh. uh, no so, you know yeah. I, was, I was gonna say like on just before, mm-hmm. we, before we move on from performances this isn't mm-hmm. so much well it's a little bit to do with the last three episodes but somebody that i rate that i i've only kind of realized how much i rate is uh jake abel who plays michael slash adam Oh slash, yeah, slash ghoul Adam. If you've watched this first, <laughs> God, yeah, where the like, where he's died and the yeah. yeah, like I, I actually think, especially it was an earlier season, uh, earlier episode in season fifteen when mm-hmm. like that that well a couple of them actually in the bunker when um when Cass is trying to convince Michael that God's like left them and also that scene in the diner when. It's the two of them. It's Adam sitting over across the booth from Michael. I thought he did like a bang up job, and I thought that I thought that oh, yeah. his performance as Michael was really, really, really good. It's kind of underrated because it's not like a hugely like emotional or a hugely like kind of like 
I don't, I don't know the word for it. But it's, it's not like a massive thing, but yeah, it's, it's sort of the moment he had, yeah. yeah. And you can tell, like, because this is somebody who, as we, we touched on before, who has, like, been so loyal, like, his whole life. And I think he, he plays it really well, like, without without mm-hmm. doing too much with it, because obviously Michael's not going to be the type of character who, like, you know, starts yelling and things like that. I think that he did, like, a really, really good job of, like, playing that kind of, that last, like, little bit as Michael. Yeah, and if you had to sum up, um, again, to go back to the musical episode, if you had to sum up how the writing is sometimes or how, like, they just just go, uh, yeah, just gloss over that, who cares? Um, the moment where she's like, um, I know the whole that the whole episode was meta and it was how some fans felt about certain things, um, the musical episode, but the, I call it the musical episode, it's an episode that happens to have a musical in it. Yeah. Um, it's not the like bit Sam, where she's Sam and Dean don't break out in a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been bizarre. Um, but the bit where they're like, "Oh, who's that?" and they're like, "That's Adam. That's the brother that they never blah blah blah." Oh, and then they just look. Yeah. Yeah, and they just look at each other like. That's such a meme now. Is like that Adam still yeah. in hell thing. It's like, let's yeah. just get left in hell for how many seasons? It's literally like season, well, he goes down in season five, is it? Five, yeah, yeah. He comes back in season 14? Does he even come back, though? Well, he, he comes back, like, obviously, because like, those scenes that I was talking about, he's... It's a, yeah, but I mean, oh, was that the actual one? I thought that was alternate universe Michael for some bizarre reason. No, I don't know why. So JK, oh no, it is because Jake Abel is yeah. the real Michael, and then the alternate universe yeah. is the I don't know yeah. his name. They've done it that many different alternate things that I'm just like, oh, <laughs> lost in it. Um, yeah, but certain like the performances overall, generally, um, were were fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. I mean, I don't know, even if we can talk about this technical aspects, I don't really <laughs> know what technical technical aspects we can go into, really. Um, it's the CW, so it's not exactly huge on budget. Although it is like the flagship show, so you would expect them to also, absorb I think, like, most of it. CWs, that's the Flash and Arrow and stuff all come from there as well. Like, I think yeah. they're, they're probably my favourite station in America. Hmm. Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't say anymore considering they're getting so much heat just now because of this. Right. <laughs> they have good shows. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, it's weird. They get a reputation as like the teeny bopper sort of thing now. Like back when Supernatural was just on its own sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll just move on to standout moments. So, what were some standout moments for you? Is this like the whole show? Um, you can go for the whole show. You can go for the three episodes. Oh. It's up to yourself. Oh, I, I mean, because if you go for the whole show, we'll be here for fucking weeks. I, I guess. Know, so that's why I was trying to limit it. But then I think I've already kind of covered my <laughs> favorite episode, my favorite points in the last three episodes: Castiel's confessions, mm-hmm. the Archangel fight. And so, what's your favorite episode, and why is it uh, French Connection? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just going to say this on French Connection that. Uh, so I, I mean I could be wrong about this, but I don't think that's ever been done on TV before. And not in that way, no. I, Surely not. It could have been so awful. My my dad, I got him into Supernatural over lockdown, and he he watched fifth well fourteen seasons over lockdown. Holy shit! Yeah. 
So uh, he read the blurb for like, or the synopsis for French Connection. And he was like, he literally told me, he was like, I wasn't sure I was going to like it. I thought it was just going to be stupid. And I thought I wasn't going to, my dad's quite a serious guy. So, yeah. and he literally phones me afterwards and he was like, that episode was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> like, <I love> <laughs> so yeah, no, French Connection was, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite episode just for the fact that I think that I'm like, I like the kind of acty schmacty ones. Like they are the kind of ones that hit me harder, but um, yeah. But that I think that that was, it's just just such a like inventive thing to do, and it was just so like it was just so much fun. Plus, it's it's, it's one of the most... episode, and how can you not like episode? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I mean it's one of my most quotable ones. Like I still do the whole um, um, J squared got me good. Sometimes I just say out loud for no <laughs> apparent reason. Trying to feel like one yeah. of the boys. yeah one of the boys. <laughs> I just think that's genuinely like from what I've seen of Misha Collins. I just think that that's like that's so, that's so accurate. <laughs> it was the um. Oh, there's another bit in that episode that gets me. I think it's hilarious. Um. Oh yeah, the bit where he's like, because if we had the the key, then we could unlock the lock. And then Sam does this weird thing with his hands, where his his hands are just floating in the air, like <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with himself. Oh, that! Just thought... And the don't look at the camera. I was like, yeah. preach. That's like, you know, <laughs> I have to say that to myself half the time on set. <laughs> oh, that, that, I loved that so much when he was like delivering his lines to the ceiling, and he was like, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> it's just like, it looks like Stevie Wonder just sort of, yeah, I thought, sort of singing away. Brilliant. Um, uh, no, Dean as well. Sorry, I was going to say an answer to my favorite episode yeah, yeah. of all time. Yeah, oh yeah. Changing I... channels. <laughs> no, do you know what? Changing channels would actually be up there, but I think Swan Song has got it for me oh, as the finale yeah. of season five. Season five, yeah, Swan Song, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I just think that it just had kind of everything in it, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. It had the humor, it had the, the emotional way. The bit that exactly that is my favorite episode in terms of, sorry, that is the best episode of Supernatural. But that moment when he has that glint from the car hits him, yeah. and then all that montage of the entire series, yeah. like so far, is the most emotional moment for me in any of anything in Supernatural. Like just that moment where he's thinking about his brother, and you're just like, yeah. Oh, and also the writing when when he was like when Dean was like absolutely smashed to pieces, and he just goes, "Don't worry, mm -hmm. Sammy, I'm here." And I was oh. like, oh my heart, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that line just absolutely kills. And then let's- I'm not going to leave you. Forget, like, oh. Let's not forget that it had one of Cass's finest and hate uh, Asbutt. <laughs> Asbutt, yeah. The Molotov. Did you just Molotov my brother? <laughs> uh, fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah, the hey Asbutt thing has become huge now within the sort of- the the sort of fandom realm hasn't it yeah um i also really love i'm not gonna be able to like name the episodes or even probably the seasons but the whole kind of <laughs> the whole kind of bit where crowley was like their third wheel <laughs> when oh yeah cass and dean like i i mark shepherd is just again he's another one like like mark pellegrino who i just think's a completely phenomenal actor mm -hmm. um, and i pretty much think like like he, there's a couple of characters mark pellegrino mark shepherd i would say like 
<laughs> Solar marks. <laughs> Solar marks. <laughs> you need to have if you want to act. But, uh, Richard Spate Jr. as well is some people. If I see their name on the episode, I'm like, it's a good episode. Like, yeah, because they just they just make it. They're so, and they're like obviously their their characters are so good as well. Like Crowley's such a phenomenal character and his relationship. Crowley was my favorite. Right, like for a long time. Yeah, when Ruth Connell came into it and. Mm-hmm. It's oh, so yeah. funny because when Ruth Connell came into it, just as a side note, I, I wasn't sold on her at first because I thought her, like, everything was really over the top. Like, the way she spoke was like, oh my God. Like, it was like so, like, heightened yeah. over the top. And I was like, oh, I can't get behind this at all. She's literally one of my favorite characters and I, like, adore her. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know when it changed. I think it was pretty soon into it when I realized, like, she was a complete like badass and she's amazing but i was like it was so funny when i think about like the first couple of episodes of when she came into it and i was like oh i'm not sure i'm not sure how i feel about her and literally when she like her death scene when she was just like like bye boys i was like no (laughs) oh god i know i I felt the exact same way when i first okay i have a problem with accents in shows especially american shows um sons of anarchy i'm looking at you with northern irish accents so when (laughs) Ruth Ruth came in, I was like, is she a Scottish actress or have they just got someone in to do a Scottish accent? So I looked it up and I was like, okay, she's from Scotland, thank God. Yeah. But you can tell they've sort of, anyone who's not from Scotland or from like any of the sort of, you know, the, the British sort of part of the world and sort of Scottish and all that Irish stuff. If you're watching a show from somewhere else, you can tell not, I don't want to use the word dumbing down, but they're, they're like sort of really pronouncing words yeah, yeah, so that people don't go, what did they say? Even though it's really easy to understand. Obviously people with really thick Ouija accents and stuff is maybe a different thing or whatever, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I felt like she was very much Mrs. Doubtfire-esque when she first came on the show. Yeah, yeah. Already, would you like a wee cup of tea? Sort of like, sort of the way she was talking. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was just thinking about, like, when I said I couldn't remember when she won me over. I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> in her, like, second or third episode, she had the line, like, what was it? Bunch of fannies or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> she's got me. Like, I love that she got that into an American show. Like, that. that <laughs> Because there'll be Americans going like, oh, you didn't call people that in Scotland, do you? Well, yeah, that's pretty much what we do in Scotland. (laughs) Oh, she called them asses. Yes, that's what Fanny means. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, changing channels. That's another massive favorite. In fact, anything with Gabriel, to be quite honest. Because you don't realize he's Gabriel in the, um, what's it called? Series two, there's an episode with... um, which is one of my favorite all-time writing of comedy in that, where um, Sam and Dean are talking um, about what happened, and Bobby comes along, and it's the trickster episode, obviously, because it's the first trickster episode, in fact, um, with the college, all that sort of American college thing going on, and then, you know, he's all like, Dean, what are you doing? And it's just sort of like, I don't talk like that. He's like, you always talk like that. And it's just their sort of relationship is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I want to change. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, to, like changing channels is brilliant, but I also would call attention to that final warehouse scene. Like Richard Spate Jr.'s acting oh. in that is just like right on the money for me. I think that yeah, his whole like like you can actually like see his demeanor changes when he delivers that line when they when 
Sam or Dean goes, which one are you? And he just turns yeah. his head and he's like, Gabriel, they call me Gabriel. And the way that he delivers that is just like, like, you, you, I'm done with the jokes. Yeah, like, you, yeah. You, know, you know that he's an archangel by that point, but like when they say it, you're just like, holy crap! Like it's such, a, yeah. it's just such a simple delivery, but he just absolutely smashes it out of the park. And it's such a, yeah, it's such a, a difference as well because a lot of the time when you see Gabriel, he's such a like fun character and he's so like, you know, full of jokes and kind of mm-hmm. taking things very lightheartedly and stuff. And his kind of as well. Sorry, I'm jumping. But I, no, no. I just remembered another one of my favorite scenes because it, it's the Gabriel and Lucifer one when they're in the alternate universe. Um, when Gabriel's calling Lucifer out and being like, uh, you know, he's saying that he just couldn't deal with it, that God liked him best, and then got humans, and it was basically just like a big temper tantrum. It's actually, and then Lucifer cries in that and then turns away, and I just thought, oh, for both of them, it was such an incredible scene. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great to like see that in alternate universes where things might be slightly different, like character wise. That's quite an interesting, um, interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I did like that in Changing Channels. You're right, that exact moment where he's like, "Which one are you, Groucho?" Such and such. I can't remember what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, leading up to that, you've got like Nutcracker. I still my alarm in the morning is still the Supernatural TV show. You know that one where they're doing like a sitcommy sort of yeah. intro. Um, that's still my alarm um, in the morning. Um, it, it's weird, like, yeah, Richard Sprate Jr., who was, he was in one of my favorite shows, Band of Brothers, as well. And he was a, a great little character in that. Um, obviously, he was a real person that he was playing, but um, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. There's so many standout moments and performances within the whole show. And there's a few in the last few episodes. I think that's maybe maybe what was missing was massively standout moments from the last three episodes. Um, yeah. But yeah, which brings us into criticisms, which is, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where to start? Uh, like I say, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't want to be too critical of the whole thing because it's... So I'm not yeah. going to bother mentioning, like, oh, it would have been great to see people back because COVID's just nobody's fault. Yeah like so uh, I don't know I, I, I don't want to say like oh this was rubbish that was rubbish when I don't know how I like I don't know what I would have wanted to see instead like mm-hmm. I, I mean criticisms you could just say like maybe writing or, or something I, like I, that I, I think the thing for me this, and this isn't missing as like a this deal shipper or whatever because I've said like from from my perspective I, I I what I took from it is that Cass loves Dean non-platonically Dean loves Cass platonically that's what I took from it so it's not but I I feel like mm-hmm. it was desperately needing a conclusion for those two in some way they've been through like so much they've like literally died for or like Cass has died for Dean so many times like I just I felt like that was hugely lacking and that was probably out of everything because I I as I said I had my problems with the finale but I understand that they like I understand why they did the finale the way they did I can't for the life of me understand why they just killed Cass and there was just nothing after that like that that for me is the the bit that I feel like was really like that's that's my top criticism I really think that they needed something there 
Yeah, and it's not like it ended sour with Misha because, well, that we know of, because he was posting stuff like, oh, are you going to be watching the season finale of Supernatural, blah, 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 and he had like a photo of him crying, like, this is what you did to me. Whereas Jensen's um, not. Like, everybody's been talking about how Jensen's been, like, radio silent about the finale. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. I, I, I didn't get the impression at all that it ended badly. I just... Yeah. Like, it's 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 weird. I mean, I can see where Jensen was coming from if he is not happy about it because he spent fifteen years of his life. Uh, Misha spent ten because he was only in effect twelve. Because I think it was season, season four, three season. or four, season four. Okay, so yeah, um, he's only spent about. I oh, know it's so only eleven. That's still like oh, over a decade. Yeah, only eleven years. <laughs> but they've all spent like pretty much 15 years together making this show yeah and if they didn't like the way it ended you gotta think i know that people say oh they're just the actors you meant to turn up and blah 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 but no i mean a they're a family because that's the way that they always have as a crew and stuff Hmm. and b that's like they've they could have just at any point gone i'm not gonna come back for next season yeah and they did it for the fan base and they did it for themselves because they love their characters and they've always said that their characters they love them and they they know them in and out. Um, I think it is so, going forward yeah. as well. Like the mm-hmm. obviously COVID's prevented the convention circuit from going ahead this year, but uh, they're due. There there's conventions booked in just now. I'm pretty sure till about 2023. So they're they're yeah. going to be touring this and still doing the conventions for for years to come yet. And I, like I guess that like I feel really bad for them that their conventions, which are probably arguably the thing that they like look forward to most, will be absolutely bombarded with questions about the finale and about like fending off disappointment. And for Misha, like I, I can't even begin to say like how sorry I am for him for what he's like gone through recently with, with trying to like he trying to make the situation better and trying to explain to fans like what he felt and just getting so much backlash it's not on him at all and it's like he did a great job with every single thing he got given like in that finale he did in his finale so in in uh, 18 in despair like he did a fantastic job with everything his performance was spot on and i completely understand why he like you know he he spoke out about the burying the gaze trope and about why he felt like it wasn't that and like with what you, what you said, like that's that's fine, and it, like I I can understand why for him he didn't see it that way, and it, that's something the network has to answer for, not him. And I I feel like it's it's a shame that the, the last kind of three episodes have been surrounded by so much controversy with that, and as I said, with like Aileen's character not not being mentioned ever again and stuff like that, like. Yeah, it's a shame that it's surrounded by so many fans who feel like let down by it because that's what people are going to be talking about. I feel like in the convention circuits for the next couple of years, rather than talking about the fact that the shows like changed so many people's lives and you know, given so many people like you, we meant we talked about the fan base and the whole capture yeah. of that is the SPN family, and that's that's how it feels like it's always been a a massive like support system where where the fans of the show can get together and they support each other through stuff away from the show as well and it's been like a real kind of friendship family base thing absolutely yeah. I, I just hope that it kind of once it all dies down it just kind of dies down and it gets dropped and we can focus on the show as a whole for what it was and it was a very good thing for for you know everybody that watched it and loved it so 
No, yeah. totally. And I, I hope that, like, like you say, I never really thought about the whole Comic Con thing happening, but yeah. I hope they're not dreading having to go over to it. Does it? Yeah, I don't know if you. I feel like I'm like I don't. It would, yeah. I to be like worried about what questions they're gonna get asked. And it's not fair. There's a, there's a scene in a film called Fun with Dick and Jane. Don't worry, I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> where um, Jim Carrey's invited up to the CEO. I don't know if you've ever seen a film. He gets invited to this like CEO's house of the company he works for, and he's like. Basically, what it is is the company's about to collapse, and he doesn't know that. But um, the CEO is getting out of there. He's getting in a helicopter, and he's like, "Yo, you're my new senior VP." And he's like, "Oh, what the hell? Like, you know, what the hell's going on?" Anyway, he gets in a helicopter, flies off, and then the news crew is like, "So, what do you make of the news that such and such has like sunk the pensions or whatever it was? I can't remember what it was, but like basically some huge corrupt things happened." But because he's left, Jim Carrey's character is left with like he's left with the brunt of, okay, you go and explain it to the press. And that's what I kind of feel like Misha and the rest of the crew of, uh, sorry, cast have now got. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, here's the finale. Anyway, we'll let the cast deal with the brunt of like the criticism and the sort of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Jesus, that's harsh. Yeah. Like you say, Castiel, like, sorry, Misha, so crap, I actually calling him by his real name. Misha, <laughs> Misha's been left with, okay, you, you explain our writing. And yeah. it's like, Jesus, that's that's really horrible to do to him. Yeah. Um, not that they purposefully went out of the way to do that, but there was clearly going to be a lot of backlash um, either way. But to have Misha have to like defend something that he shouldn't have to defend yeah. is kind of shitty, yeah. quite frankly. Um, so that would be a criticism, I guess. <laughs> Just that one small bit. Small um, one. Just... Yeah. <laughs> how would you compare it I don't know if you want to keep going on about criticisms because I feel like we're just going to bash the show oh, until yeah. it's I'm dead a, I'm already to draw a line under it <laughs> yeah we, we know I mean we know what the criticisms are and what could have been done differently maybe but you know it's like you say unless we could come up with a better idea or whatever then whatever yeah. comparisons to other series I mean if, first of all I'd like to talk what is your first what is your favourite series of the show do you reckon What season should I say? Sorry. It's hard to choose. Yeah, season one's so iconic. Season three's dark. I think season four for me is definitely up there. Cass has been my favorite character for the whole, like, mm. you know, the, the whole time that he's been on the show, pretty much. Um, I think now I want to, I feel like I need to double check this because I don't know. Like I know what season the stuff that happens in. I don't know what number it is. I want to say it's okay. Like, but I feel like which bits this? So the whole the whole kind of it's just this is just me being a Mark Pellegrino fangirl again. I'll just put that out there right now. But the whole bit like with Lucifer uh, coming to Earth and then he's like human and uh, it's, it's a one. No, it's season thirteen. Because it's the one that uh, Jensen's wife's in as well, uh, Danielle Ackles. I feel like it was thirteen. Oh, where she plays an angel. Yeah, and I want to say that's also the alternate universe season, but I could be wrong. Um, I think it might be. Uh, yeah, I think um... that 
just got so much in it you've got like yeah you've got like a graceless lucifer which by the way was just hilarious like him watching a beggar and seeing him get money and then needing it himself so him try and beg him by sitting there and going you you give me money now <laughs> like <laughs> just like it was just such a lucifer way to do it um and yeah that whole like alternate universe kind of thing and then bringing back like Gabriel and obviously have an alternate universe Michael I just thought it had big characters and it had a really good storyline and stuff like that so yeah so 4 or 13 probably probably for me 13 your favorite series overall 13 or 4 I can't or 4 I mean either one but 4 would probably if I if I had to choose between those two is there's so much going on. Monster movie, that's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Yellow fever, which is just hilarious um, and has the iconic uh, Iron yeah. Tiger moment. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the cat in the locker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, there's a scream. Screaming. Oh, man. Uh, wish, wishful thinking. I'm just choosing funny episodes here at this point, but um, they're still fantastic. Really um, underrated episodes that nobody will probably think of because it happens so late in season 15 uh the episode i can't remember what it's called but the one where they find the woman the housekeeper woman i can't remember even what type of creature oh the, the wood nymph yeah so i thought that yeah. episode, like was absolutely hilarious like i thought that was that was one of my favorite like just case episodes but i think like people were so focused on like why on earth are they just put in like a random case episode this close to the end of the season which i get but i thought that was hilarious i thought that was like one of my favorites oh it's fantastic and if you if you look at it really like it was in a deeper level they were giving sam and dean the christmases thanksgivings birthdays that they never had before yeah so it was kind of like a nice way of saying, you know, like patching up how they miss so much of life growing up yeah. in, a, in a small way. Um, ooh, what was Jump the Shot? What the hell is that? Okay, so you got... We picked our favorite seasons and I completely overlooked like the whole like season five and six, to be fair, like the whole of like Lucifer's coming back and the seals and stuff. But that's probably one of the best storylines like in Supernatural. But... Oh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, season five would probably be my favorite. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> is all the seasons that's that's my answer that's my final answer <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so i'll go on the opposite side of that what is your least favorite episode of supernatural my least favorite episode oh mm. right um no i have an answer for this but it's going to be a, it's going to be another unpopular answer i and mm. it's not because i think it's a bad episode uh the end is that the oh, the the one where is it Zachariah that sends Dean into the future and it's like the end verse one where Castle oh, and and Dean sends yeah. them, alternate universe Dean sends them all to die. Yeah, I think it's a really clever episode and it's really smart, but I don't love it because because I'm not like I'm. Like the alternate universe, like we joked about it earlier, but it's quite hard to keep track of how many alternate universes there are. But, yeah, it's quite a few, yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't love seeing it so desperate. So it was a really good episode, like from like a writing and entertainment standpoint. But it's, it's probably I didn't really like. It's not one of my favorite episodes because I just didn't like seeing all the characters just so so desperate. Like Sam's obviously possessed by Lucifer, and Castiel's like 
a complete mess and isn't an angel anymore and is like a drug addict and stuff and Dean ends up sending all his friends to die because he's just that jaded with stuff so and then dies himself at the end yeah so I think like yeah that was just a kind of depressing way to see all these characters that you (laughs) for that reason that's that's not my favorite episode (laughs) it was like the worst case scenarios (laughs) (laughs) all your favorite um what is my least favorite episode and why is it bloodlines you ask um Bloodlines. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and someone goes, ah. I know yeah. my title, and then other times I just don't know the title. Okay. See if this jogs your memory. A lot of people would say bugs. I couldn't care less about bugs. It doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. Sam and Dean. Oh, yeah, bugs. That was not a great one, but. that episode. <laughs> yeah, every, every show has a one where you go, ooh, that wasn't as good. But some shows have episodes where you go, what the hell are you doing? And it was the attempted spin-off, not the Wayward Sisters one, which was just... Eh. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Wayward Sisters one was, to me, was just like, okay. Like, it didn't bother me. I just sort of just went, okay. Um, it was all right. But Bloodlines, the attempted spin-off at this one with uh, Sam and Dean visit Chicago and find the city's underbelly is divided between powerful clans of monsters. And it was that one where it was like they were cr- trying to kind of do what um, what do you call that show? The Vampire Show? Vampire Diaries? They were yeah. kind of trying to do what Vampire Diaries did with uh, whatever the spin-off show was. What was the spin-off Originals. show? Is that... That's one, yeah. They kind of try to do that with that. It is, I think Bloodlines is one of the lowest, it's 5.9 so it's even I mean, it, it was just so like Sam and Dean were in the very beginning, then they're in the very end, and the whole thing was like a can we have a spin-off, please? And it was like, no. <laughs> You've just wasted an episode of a season. Um, yeah, that was that was not great. Yeah. Let's have a look. So, even in season one, the lowest rated one is 8.7, and that's the pilot. Oh no, it's not. I'm talking shit. Sure. That I was like, that can't be right. The pilot is like up there where it's like on all the yeah. lists of like the top episodes of it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Bugs got seven point rating. Even that got a higher rating than the show's finale. That's kind of depressing. That Bugs wasn't a bad episode. It was just, it was just. Yeah, it was just kind of like. All right. <laughs> it had. Yeah. A, am I right in saying that it had the the boy that ended up going on to play Samandrio? that right i like you might be right because i'm pretty like, sure someone mentioned that the this the show's been going on for so long that some characters <laughs> come up more than once like oh one of my favorite characters yeah it was yeah tyler yeah, johnson it was him Benny, the vampire and he plays like a bartender in like one of the earlier oh, yes yeah he was yeah he was a bartender in that one as well so you were like hang on was he a vampire then that's kind of cool yeah um because when you think oh. about it it makes sense because the boy could like Samandriel's obviously an angel that needs to have a vessel, so the boy could have said yes and become the vessel. So it all actually makes sense when you when you yeah think. it all it all sort of ties together. <laughs> oh, there was another there was another character you've just sort of sparked who was like oh that was it. Um, we're forgetting one of my favorite characters who was in he was in like every other early two thousands film. Um, Garth. Oh, um, yeah. Garth, man, I had a soft spot for him just because he was so like 
I'm cool. And you were just like, ooh. <laughs> just love. I didn't love Garth. I'm just queen of unpopular no? opinions today. <laughs> but I did like his dynamic with Dean. I thought when he first got his, his first hug off Dean, that was like hilarious because he was just yeah. in it so much. <laughs> I mean, he, he was just so like, oh, what's his name again? I can't remember his name now. Ah, anyway. Um, yeah, it was, it was sort of a weird dynamic. Speaking of that, the the dogs episode, like where yes. Dean Dean can communicate with the dog, was one of my favorites just for hilarity. Um, that was a really good episode. Was season six the one where Sam has lost his soul? It is, isn't it? I want to say yes because yeah, they've come yeah, back from yeah. hell. Because he's come back from hell. That's the start. Where, where? Of, the start of Cass's Godsteel phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorite episodes from season six. Is clap your hands if you believe it was the fairy one. Fight the fairies! The, fight the fairies! Fight, the fairy. fight those fairies! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man. <laughs> Tackles I was like, oh my god, he's gonna ask me about episodes and I'm not gonna remember like enough. And I've literally remembered like every episode from every episode, episode. Yeah. Like, nope, no, I'm clearly a lot more sad than I thought I was <laughs> coming on. <laughs> it's all come flooding back. Yeah. It's it's where he just tackles that little person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fact, though, that line was improvised, I believe I'm right in saying. Really? Oh yeah. my god. Right, the fairies line was improvised. That's absolute perfection. Um I'll have to try and add it in and editing later on. Um, there's quite quite a few season six episodes. Were good. French mist the French mistake that was the uh, not French. I don't know why I call it French connection. It's the French mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it! I'm gonna get sued. Um, that's yeah. got a nine point six out of ten. That one. It's such a such a funny episode. Frontierland. I quite enjoyed that one where they went back to the Wild West, where he's like, "Hey." We're we're in the posse. I'm in the posse. <laughs> it's just like Jesus. Yeah, I don't love the time traveling ones either. I think it's because like I'm so I'm, I always feel like right. So if this was real, like I'd be so paranoid about time traveling in case I got stuck where I was time traveling. Yeah. <laughs> That's more just uh, inner fear than anything else. <laughs> it's a really relevant fear as well, because like obviously there's a big chance of that happening in real life. <laughs> Oh, that's a good, another great episode. You said Mark Pellegrino, the man who knew too much. So the wall comes down, comes down in Sam's head, and all hell, all hell breaks loose. Oh, that's one where like Lucifer's tormenting the shit out yeah. of Sam. That's a great episode. He's, um, he's this is what. So I'm just I'm back on Mark Pellegrino again. I'm sorry, but like he's got the <laughs> ability to play that ro- like role so well because he's got the 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 presence and stuff to do the evil bits like fine, like they're great. But also, like. His his petulant bits when he's like whining at Sam and trying to get him like that bit in the library when he's like Sam pay attention to me I'm bored like yeah. <laughs> I feel like nobody could do that that switch like him and especially like that's the whole bit in the mental hospital that you mentioned when he's he's like flicking between the two and he's kind of doing these really quite childish stupid things to try and get attention but then he's also like then he flicks and he's like suddenly like evil again and it's. It's just that his character is just so much fun. Like he is one of those ones that is, if he's in an episode, it's a good episode. Like it just shows how much he can, like sort of how evil Satan must be to to toy with people like that. Um, 
this this could be a whole different podcast though of the the oh yeah like Satan like like Lucifer and Supernatural like is he is he just an out and out <laughs> villain is he like is he does he have more? so me and my housemate argue about this because he's a big Supernatural fan as well and he just he just think he's just like Lucifer's evil that's it and I'm like. You know he is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, justifying like the many, many millions of murders and stuff like that. But I think there's like so much to his character. I know that I've seen like a couple of really quite funny episode, funny interviews with Mark Pellegrino when he's been like, um, trying to, trying to like talk about because there there has to be another side. Like if you're an actor playing a character, you can't just play an evil yeah. character that's just evil and evil for the sake of being evil. Because what do you do with that? That's like that you're yeah there's no dynamic to it yeah like he talks about like you know i would say like when we're like taught about acting you're always taught that if your character is like a quote-unquote evil character you have to like they don't view what they're doing as evil they view it as justified because of like x y and z and that's one thing about i find about lucifer as a character he's built up really well and he has like he does horrible things that i'm not justifying but he has his reasons for doing them and is as skewed as they might be to like people like outside looking in like i think Mm. that i think that mark pellegrino does a really really good job of like making him like likable because he's because he's funny and i think that always helps like the fact that he's got a lot of like comical lines and scenes and stuff but also like as i mentioned that scene in the alternate universe when he just like if you can do you picture what scene i'm talking about because if not like you have to go like rewatch it i will like send you the link after this but it's just like this one tear and then he like and you see it and he turns his head straight away and it's just like because he's so like 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 it's like it's lucifer he can't cry like nobody can upset him and it's just and you i felt like so bad for him in that moment and it's like you then you're like sitting there and you're like wait i feel bad for satan what <laughs> But sympathy did, for the devil yeah like another good episode but yeah yeah, yeah i think that he just does like such a such a remarkable job and the fact that he can play that kind of devil that he played in that episode with sam of just being like this completely childish like immature brat and then also he is lucifer and he's like the most evil thing in the world and he plays that as well i think he's just Oh, it would have been such a great character. Like, oh, I think it would have been so much fun to play that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you're right as well, though. Like, it is boring. Like, that's why when, say, I don't know, this is a weird tangent, but when I saw, like, the Avengers and Thanos came into it, that's why I thought he was such a good villain in Infinity War, by the way, not um, uh, yeah. Endgame. It's because he's not just... Like, I mean, to us, it would seem evil that he wants to destroy half of life in the universe, but his reason, he's got a reasoning behind it and he's, he's conflicted and it's sort of, mm-hmm. you know, that's interesting. And you, you say that with like the devil and he's the way he is because he doesn't view humanity the way that we view it. And he thinks, you know, that angels have a higher station and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and he is conflicted. He's, you know, the sort of daddy doesn't love me sort of thing. And he prefers his other little sort of playthings, um, and they touched on that in that episode where he's in his room just listening to music, and it's like I can't believe this—the devil's in his room. And it's oh, just when he kind of a... 
bars the door and won't come and talk yeah. to you. Yeah, see, that's, it's again, it's just those little moments that you so like, mm-hmm. like the idea that Sam and Dean were stood outside a locked door banging on it going, Lucifer, would you open the door? Like, it's, it's such a, <laughs> like, it's like, we've been talking about the writing, but that's like, that's fantastic writing. Like, that's so much fun. But you Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to play it. Good as well, like him and, obviously, so that's, that's Misha Collins rather than Mark mm-hmm. Pellegrino obviously is possessing Castell at the time but that 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 whole confrontation with with the god, god or rob benedict like i thought that that whole scene was played was oh yeah really well and it felt like it you know i was actually thinking this because i rewatched that episode like fairly recently and i was thinking like it did because for me mark pellegrino is lucifer and everybody else is just like playing him at a time but i yeah. felt like it did it it like did it Mark Pellegrino justice that scene like how Misha Collins played it I felt like you could <laughs> I felt like you could see Mark Pellegrino behind Misha Collins's performance so it was like it, it was it was a really well done re- well done scene and yeah it's got it's got that empathy side of it because you yeah. kind of backstory is that he's like he he's he was built and taught to love god more than anything and then humans were built and god suddenly changed his mind and go no you have to love them more than me and he's like well i can't do that like so he's like his whole thing about i was punished for like loving too much is like well that's that's understandable that's you know that's it's sort of like it has the same power like dean has more in common with him than anyone else in terms of like you know you're right he's sort of free will and the angels weren't given free will. They were designed to be forced to love God. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and then all of a sudden Lucifer's like, well, this is what I know. And yeah, yeah. It's it's very layered when you think about like Lucifer being played by Sam Pellegrino's character, who was that guy, um uh I can't remember his name, but like he's a guy who's just lost his family. Nick, so yeah. Lucifer's like, yeah, Nick, and he's like, you know, if you do this, then I'll bring them back to life and blah blah blah. Um, so he's Lucifer is Nick, who is the vessel inside of Castiel. Uh, I mean, that's a very weird phrasing. Um, <laughs> who's yeah, as him, and it's just sort of like this. How many layers you would have to break down that as an actor would have been quite interesting. I also really yeah. like though, like you mentioned that he's got quite a lot like the similarities with Dean with like the absent father and stuff. But I also mm-hmm. really like the ones that he pulls out with Cass because I think that like given that they're both like fallen angels and they both they both are like shunned because they've made their own choices and had their own free will. But obviously, well, Lucifer's backstory it's all come from a place of hating humans, whereas with Cass's backstory it's all come from a place of loving humans. And I think that's so interesting because mm. like a couple of times Lucifer makes comments to Cass about how they're similar and how they're they're cut from the same cloth and stuff. And it's it's interesting because because like you can see it. You like there are there are certain like similarities, but obviously it comes from two completely different different places. And I always thought that their little I can't remember what season it was that they had their wee team up. But I would have loved that to go on for so much longer. <laughs> Cast is such a like straight laced, like you know, sort of like deadpan character, and Lucifer is obviously every color of emotion that you can possibly have. So I always thought that them them teaming up, it was a bit like when Cass and Crowley did anything. It was like a really good contrast. It made it made for really sort of entertaining watching. Yeah, that's sort of. I mean, I suppose that's that's part of the charm of him is he adapts to whatever he wants at that particular moment. 
like Lucifer. He like acts the way he needs to to get what he wants, sort of thing. Um, so moving on to our final bit, the rating and final wrap up, I guess. Um, I hate to put you on the spot here, but have you thought about how you would rate the three episodes? overall or would you like to rate them individually or i think yeah i have to rate them individually because i think yeah one one of them's gonna bring the average down and that would like make it look like look like a really bad end which as i've said i don't think it like i don't think it was a bad end to the show i think Mm -hmm. that i don't i think that despair i would probably rate like eight out of ten um inherit the earth Again, I'd probably rate that like eight, nine out of ten, probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. The finale. <laughs> <laughs> Remove yourself from supernatural for a moment. Oh, I know. It's really How do you feel about it? Yeah. I want to crap on it because I don't. I genuinely don't feel like that. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm not one of those fans who is just like sort of really, really let down by it. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if it comes from being in the industry as a job as well because i think that's where a lot of my like sort of empathy comes from with it because i'm like oh well i think that would be really hard to shoot or i can see the how the constraints there would be a problem which maybe if you aren't involved in film and tv yeah you maybe wouldn't have so i'm aware that that's like a me coming from a bit of a different standpoint but i four i'm gonna give it a four i thought if you're talking about it's because for me, I thought that the montage at the start and the death scene performances really lifted it. But apart from that, I didn't like. I didn't love the episode, so I would probably yeah a three or a four. But not to take away from, as I said, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki's performance in that in that death scene because I thought it was, oh, it was just such a beautiful way to end it, and it was for for all the the sort of summing up and the finality that we didn't get with Cass's storyline we got it with the brothers at least <laughs> like yeah that's we true we just feel like Cass should have had a scene like that with the heartfelt goodbyes as well <laughs> but at least they did it with Sam and Dean so yeah we were always gonna I think either way feel something was missed or that we would have liked to have seen something yeah. um I've put your average down just out of curiosity there, that's what the typing noise was. And it's kind of spooky. Your average, if you sum them up 8 out of 10, out of 10, 4 out of 10, would be 6.666. <laughs> so, I mean... Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> kind of worked. I mean, <laughs> maybe we should have gone with the average. Um, so... I, yep. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'd sec- Third last, I'd go for 7 out of 10. Third, a second is... For me, what I would have preferred to see is the actual finale. Yeah. Uh, eight out of ten, just for how I feel about it. And then third, I did this with. If you listen to one of our other podcasts, um, the guys all loved this one film. I can't even remember what it was called. Co- Coherence, I think it was called. Um, and they all gave it like nine or eight or whatever out of ten, and I gave it a question mark out of ten because <laughs> a I didn't understand it and b when I finally worked out how I like what what the whole film was about, I didn't know how to feel about it, and I just don't know how to feel about this finale. On one hand, I love that they've given us the Sam and Dean in Heaven 
happy sort of, you know, everything's fine now and everyone's happy in the end, blah, blah, blah. On the other hand, I'm like, I can see the holes in it, but I don't want to come down too hard on the holes, um, uh, which is really poor phrasing. But I don't know. It's just sort of... I probably have to agree with you. I'd probably be five out of ten. I'm just going to go in the middle of the road like an absolute <laughs> pussy, you know. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't know how to feel out of ten. That would be my rating. I don't know how to feel out of ten. I think that's probably <laughs> what a lot of Supernatural fans are feeling about the finale. To be fair, yeah. But and I mean, give it give it time. I guess come back to it like when you've watched all fifth. Like yeah. well, fifteen like, seasons in a row again. Yeah, the finale is one episode out of like I don't know how many. Mm -hmm. Three hundred and twenty yeah. something. So it is one episode. I think that it's it's obviously an important one, and that's why people are talking that and the fact it's still quite recent. But I think that mm. there's so much more to the show than just the finale, and like that's why I don't want to <laughs> don't want to get too like hung up or critical about about that not being like the best episode ever because i said if you like it, right so if you're listening to this and you've not seen supernatural i mean okay we'll have just ruined it all but go and watch it and then go and watch it till the end of inherit the earth and then just stop watching then because that's that's the finale like that you want pretty much you've still got the problems like with cast not getting a proper send-off and things like that but like that that was a good finale I remember finishing that episode and I'm like, what on earth are they doing next week? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait, what? It's like, yeah, they um, finished. What are you doing? It's like, you've just finished. You can't, you can't go back and do it again. Um, I've just put a footnote in there if you've just seen it as well. Put at start. What you've just said there is so poignant in terms of we're, we're going to ruin the show for you. <laughs> but make sure you go back and watch the whole show if you haven't and then come back to that bit. So I'm just going to edit that back to the start um, before we start it. Oh, it's it's a, it's a weird one. It's it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's over, but I've spent so many years of my life watching this show that I don't know what to do with myself. Um, have you seen The Truman Show? Uh, yeah, recently for the first time. Okay. Okay, so you know the bit at the very end where he leaves? He's like, good afternoon, good night, and blah, 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 and then leaves. And then Thingy out of Tenacious D is watching. Uh -huh. um, and he and he's like, well, what do I do with my life now? And he just looks over and sees a book, and he's like, ah. That's how I feel about the show. I'm like, I've spent so many years watching the show now that I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to do now? <laughs> this is weird. It's funny, like I think because like we we touched on like the kind of fandom side of supernatural and stuff earlier, but it does feel like I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It just feels a lot more accessible, like than a lot of TV shows. Like I and I, I'm like I I love TV, so like I'll watch a show and I'll get so inspired by that show, and I want to like. I want to act in things that are similar to that and I want to like, you know, be like this character. I like I'm really easily influenced by things I see on TV, but I think with Supernatural, as much as the show did that, you know, not not to the extent I was going out trying to be a ghost hunter, but <laughs> <laughs> there's still time. Uh, but like I think the really special thing about this is because because of the fandom, because the actors are so like accessible is probably the word I would use, is it's mm -hmm so much more for me but like the cast rather than just it being a show that like 
inspires me and that I've really enjoyed sort of watching. But like, I think that the cast are all just so like, like you feel like you know the cast because of like being in part of like the fandom and like the conventions and things like that. Yeah. So like I got some uh, acting advice from Mark Pellegrino well, it wasn't really acting advice. It was a bit of acting advice. It was also a bit of life advice. A, a video he sent me at the start of lockdown. And um, I was like, that like that kept me on track for a lot of lockdown, which is really quite a lot for a like two and a half minute video of like one of your one of your favorite actors just basically giving you some life. Oh, wow. But like it, it like it's just stuff like that. I just feel like you could like I, I tweeted him afterwards to say thank you for that, not expecting a reply because he messaged me back and said like uh, you're you're welcome and stuff like that. And he said like if you ever need anything, I'm like you can get me on here, like I'm here. And I was like that that's what it's about. That's why this like whole like SPN family thing is more than just like I'm like sounding like such a fangirl here. I'm not even apologizing for it, but that's genuinely what it feels like. It feels like you can like talk to these people about stuff and like you can actually engage with them as opposed to them just being like a famous person that's on your and I realize that's probably more with a with a like maybe not so much with like Jensen and Jared with their kind of level of level of fame or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and like especially like even seeing like Misha Collins, how much he's done for like the like the recent elections and stuff and his kind of like personal He really comes across on social media that he cares a lot about everything that's going on and his backstory as well. Like, I don't know if you know, but he was like homeless when he was a kid and he's like worked his way up from literally nothing and stuff. I just find like it for the, like this show's inspired me so much more than just being a good TV show that I've liked. Like it's inspired me a lot because I've like either met people or learned about people on the show that I'm like, no, genuinely like that. that's who I want to be when I grow up. And that's, that's like, that's, I feel like that's, that's why I'm not going to criticize the finale, basically, because it's so much more than that. Like, no, absolutely, and <laughs> you're right, though. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know if you've heard of them, but there's a, a, a gaming sort of um, YouTube thing called Game Grumps, and um, me and my mate went to a what do you call it, a live show, um, <laughs> where they were just basically meeting fans. And then having this live show where they were playing a game of Mario Party on stage, and <laughs> the whole crowd got involved with like the mini games and shit. They were bringing people up to play the mini games with them. I suck um, at Mario Party. I'd be so bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> just bomb on stage. Um, but they had Jack Septiguy there and stuff. But anyway, oh, I love then, him. Um, oh, he's fantastic. But they like they paid like my mate paid for. That was a really bad impression. Was I? <laughs> Hey, don't think I've done that. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> but no, there's like my mate paid for the VIP thing beforehand so mm-hmm. that you could, um, before everyone got to go in the building. And this was the day, I don't know if you remember, the, the day that a hurricane like pretty much hit uh, um, like sort of the UK. And it was fucking terrible. It was like literally the worst wind ever. Anyway, we were in Manchester and we were waiting to go in and then we got to go do the vip thing so we got to go in with a select few bunch of other people who'd paid like extra to go talk to them and stuff mm-hmm. um and i was like they were like oh, are there any questions we'll pass the mic around and stuff and blah 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 and i got to ask uh one of the guys a question and he's like one of the nicest guys ever um but he he answered it 
but he sounded like like when you said, "Oh, I'm always here if you need me." Blah blah blah. P- certain people with certain fandoms, like you can feel part of it mm-hmm. because the the people who are part of it in the show or the whatever it is that you're following make it feel like that. Yeah. You know, there's certain shows like I I could never imagine <laughs> certain shows you know where you feel like that with the, the the sort of actors and it's not on them it's not like you know it doesn't have to be no yeah like i know. said like supernatural is the only one that i've i've seen that's like this i imagine like a lot of the the comic book stuff because again it, i think it's like the convention circuit like you like you learn so much about people on the convention circuit <laughs> so yeah. like you like you know people because of like all these kind of like things that they talk about then so i imagine maybe like comic book based shows that have that convention circuit might be similar but certainly it's the only mm. show that i've sort of been a fan of that i've felt like this connected to i think it's the longest running fantasy serial show in yeah. history on tv mm. in the u.s at least yeah. um so that's quite impressive that it's it's lasted 15 seasons and they all said they'd keep doing it as long as people wanted it. Um, but it clearly got to the point where it was just like, we want to do other things as well. I know thing he's doing Texas Walker, isn't he? Um, that, was, that was the fan conspiracy thing I was going to bring up earlier that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that I, I like <laughs> I think this is rubbish but I've read a lot online that people were saying that the reason why like Dean got silenced or the reason why they didn't have a big farewell between Cass and Dean or and the reason why like Dean died and then uh, Sam went and continued to live his life and stuff was all because they wanted like the focus to be on Jared so that because obviously uh, Walker is going to be Aaron in Supernatural spot, so it's just taken over directly from Supernatural and CW. So they wanted yeah. to focus on like making sure that Jared was like in the in the spotlight for that. And I'm like, oh. I I think it's like I can see what people like. I can see sometimes like what why people are saying it, but I also think that I'm like, I don't think that the network, the writers, the team, everybody would like disrespect. Uh, Jensen Ackles like that after 15 seasons just be like oh but see because he's doing a CW show like nah you can just you can just sit down in that chair and like sit in the background <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah it's a bit of a stretch I guess <laughs> um yeah it's a weird one but it's kind of like we're saying goodbye to you know part of our not childhood I don't want to say but part of our lot younger selves our adulthood <laughs> yeah and like I I started watching this before I was even 20, for God's sake. Like, this is... Now I'm in my 30s. It's kind of scary that it's just not going to be part of... Yeah. Well, we'll still have have convention circuits for the next couple of years. (laughs) Yeah. God help them when they put their heads above the parapet. I really don't want to be them. um, Obviously, when all this COVID stuff's over, I'm, like, looking to see what one I want to go to. Like, (laughs) because... <laughs> I've like obviously I think I've told you, but I've like put in for um waiting for a visa to be approved to go to Vancouver. Um oh, sure, okay. years so I like work over there. And I'm like, oh the Vancouver convention, I think that would be like obviously I've not been to the Vancouver convention, but I think it would be kick ass because it's where it's filmed and stuff. I feel like it'll have a really sort of special feeling being at that one in particular. So I'm like that that's what I'm aiming for. Is assuming that COVID's, you know, doesn't ruin that plan 
Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, that's, that sounds quite exciting. I know that they filmed a lot of it in Canada and they, they in the French mistake, they sort of, they talked on <laughs> that where he's like, we're not even in America. <laughs> it's just, I thought that was quite funny. Um, but no, that, 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 that'll be interesting to see, see what happens and especially, you know, safely within the next year or whatever. Um, but it is, it is indeed December. Oh shit. So, so, so Merry Christmas, I guess. Is, uh, Merry Christmas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's merry about this? Or I hear you ask. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah. One of my favorite things about like the finale and stuff is all the tweets that are like in the, in the insane year that 2020 is, they finally made Destio canon. Like <laughs> there's been so many memes. <laughs> that like really <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's an unusual one i mean but you know <laughs> this is 15 seasons of supernatural done now that's it like the void is now there <laughs> i reckon the empty the empty <laughs> was yeah <laughs> the empty was preparing us for what life with supernatural without supernatural <laughs> With death and Cass, but Cass isn't even there anymore, so it'll just be us chilling with Billy. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, by the way, another shout out. Awesome, awesome actress. Yeah. yeah it's fantastic. I can't help but think that, you know, if we were chilling with Billy and all them, I'd be like, you're not the real death. <laughs> you're not you're not the best one. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, I know it's funny though. I think I think she was great, but it almost feels like two separate roles. Like it, it feels yeah. like it feels like Billy for me is always like the Reaper Billy, but like is over like just it's overpowered at a certain point. Whereas like Death will always be as uh, Julian Richings is just oh he was so they're kind of like a Doctor Who in a way, aren't they? Really, because when Death dies, a Reaper takes his place. Yeah, yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> so um i mean I, I guess we could end it on that and i mean the sort of summary would be what i just said there kind of weird you know uh, yeah <laughs> just like, just... What, what do we do with life now <laughs> yeah so we'll just wander off into a forest and oh, yeah. <laughs> lost we off to vancouver to try and get a uh, get a supernatural reboot off and try and get a role in that so <laughs> <laughs> oh there's going to be so many fan fiction made sort of things now i know fanfic is a huge part of supernatural's lore, if you will um but yeah but thank you so much it is uh and thank you for coming on and talking um it's so nice to talk yeah it's, it's so nice to talk to someone who's as into supernatural as i am as well <laughs> just like a couple of hours to just fully get your nerd out yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, you know, that whole, there are dozens of us. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Yeah. Um, mind you, I, I do love the occasional times where I'm wearing anything that's maybe supernatural uh, paraphernalia. Like I had my Scooby Natural t-shirt on the other day. Oh, sorry, if I say the other day. The other day to me is literally four months ago. Um, Same here. Um, I had my Scooby Natural t-shirt on and I went to Acosta and the girl was like, Hey, I love your sh I love your shirt. I haven't watched it since like season fourteen or whatnot. I'm like, just turn back. <laughs> just... I've got so many friends like that as well, which they'll like 
will make like, a, a supernatural comment if I'm if I'm doing something or talking about something to do with it, and I'll be like, oh, oh, I forgot, like I didn't know you watched it. Do you watch it? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I stopped at season five, and I'm like, oh, no, what? what? <laughs> Go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? And they'll always give you that. Oh yeah, it's on my list. Or oh yeah, I'll get back to it. And it's like, if you're gonna binge it like i've got all credit to my dad for doing it because uh, if you're gonna binge it in a one it's like oh that's a... i mean i'm not gonna lie i i have watched the 15 seasons in lockdown so you know <laughs> but, it's different if you're a fan and you know that you like it and then you go and watch it again rather than if yeah. you're like if you sit down with no preconception to binge 15 seasons or something like that's 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 credit to you if you're doing that <laughs> No, absolutely. I can dip in and out of it and go, oh, I fancy like Mystery Spot. I'll watch the Mystery Spot because that's like probably one of my most watched episodes. Good episode. But yeah, but stop at season 15, episode 19. That's the just stop after that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just once you get to the end of series 15, just just stop. I mean, you've got no choice, but uh, it's unusual. But yeah. So thank you so very much uh, for joining me, Carrie. Um, it's been a pleasure. And I hope to have you on the show in the future to talk about uh, more television-based things, if we can find anything. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, no problem. But thank you very much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the day, week, year, whatever it is. How long have we got left <laughs> of the year? 25 oh, like... days. Yep. Jesus. That's going to last a while. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much, and uh, I'll see you later. See you later.